Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode four of Unstable Top. It's been a while since we've seen each other, and I think it's safe to say that we've missed you. You probably haven't missed us, and that's okay. Uh, a little bit of a disclaimer, this episode is the first time we've sat down together in a room for about a month, uh, so there is a little heavy banter on the front of this. Just a quick heads up, if that's not your thing, if that's not really what you care about, uh, a little courtesy to those of you that don't. Uh, the actual episode starts right around uh, 34 minutes and 20 seconds. So if you're not into the banter, please feel free to skip ahead to get right to the episode. Uh, if you'd like to hear us talk about cool things like um, Cocaine Bear, which is one of the finest movies of all time, then please stick around and listen. Uh, thanks again for being here, and we'll see you soon. I just got freaked out <clears throat> because from here I can see into the uh, into the hallway and on the door that's right there there's a shirt on a hanger and I thought the hat man was here already. <laughs> <laughs> How many Benadryls have you had? Um, not none. Oh no. I'm not at hat man levels yet. Holy shit. It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Realistically, I've seen one of you every day. Because we live together. Um, I think I saw the two of you, Chris and Josh, what, the weekend before last? Something like that. And I haven't seen Wes in a long time. Yes. <laughs> since the last time we recorded. So it's been a long time since we've all been in the room together. Uh, and I feel like at least once a week I get harassed um, by somebody who messages me or says something in a chat that... Oh, no, there's no episode. Uh, there's no episode today, guy. So here it is. Really, you're really starting antagonizing our audience early. <laughs> to be fair, I'm friends with most of them. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's nice that there are actually people listening who want us to keep making more, right? Just say yes. Yes. I, <laughs> yes. We're very thankful for the, uh, I don't know, almost 200 plays. That's pretty neat. I think we're over 200, if you count the people that listened to the announcement that said there would be no episode. Uh, and that Chris. counts, uh, you know, towards the total. So I think we count it, honestly. Uh, it says here that I that we're sitting at 196 all time. Oh, man. Quick, go re-listen to it four more times. <laughs> Please. I feel like I feel like 200, 200 is a good number, right? I, I mean... It's round? Yeah. I think... Uh, I think Chris, you mentioned it in the no episode announcement last release that I don't know that any of us thought that um, anyone would want to listen to anything we've done, let alone listen to it 200 times. I'm just not that interesting. No, I agree. I, I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, a little bit about our audience because the analytic app is really cool. Uh, 6% in Romania, or they just use a VPN. Who's listening to podcasts over VPN? I don't know. Maybe they have a VPN. Which is always on. And they just, it's just always okay. on. I want to believe it's from 6% Romanians. Maybe. Thank you, Romania. I don't know how to say anything in Romanian, um, but I don't know. What do Romanians do? <laughs> What's Romania known for? Romanians? Thank you very much, U.S. education system, for not telling us anything about Romania. Yeah. I don't even think I could pick out Romania on a map. I think I probably could. 
Were there somewhere? I think I think the most I know about Romania is that it has some sort of connection to like vampire lore and Dracula. Right? Because isn't Transylvania based on Romania? I isn't wait a minute. Transylvania is Transylvania not a real, real place? place? Is it not? It I don't. Is. I didn't. Is it? Yeah. No, it's not. Transylvania is a region in Romania. Okay. It's a historical and cultural region. So that means yeah. it's a real place. Yeah, but it's it's in Romania. <laughs> so you guys are the dumb ones, not me. Sure. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. Do you think that Hector Belmont is listening to our podcast? Yes. Gosh, I hope so. I hope so, too. He's real strong. <laughs> so it's been a, it's been a while. Um, we haven't been in the same room, like I said. Uh, Chris, what have you been up to the last couple of weeks? I haven't been doing much of anything. been mm. trying to figure out how druids work for the Pathfinder game we're going to play. Um, I started running a Starfinder game for, for some of my college buds. And they seem to be enjoying Starfinder a lot. It's a good system. It is nice. That's really all I've been doing. Okay. Josh, what about what about you? We've been talking a little bit on and off. You've been having some employment woes, as I think everyone does. But what you been doing the last couple of weeks? What you really been wor- working on, focusing on, doing for fun? Anything? Anything fun? No, mainly just playing Destiny 2 and Resident Evil 4, the remake. Yeah, how are you enjoying that remake? It's fantastic. It's pretty good. I like it. Absolutely wonderful. I, I do. I do enjoy it. I'm about... Uh, I shouldn't start on hardcore, though. That was a mistake. That's all right. Got to get good. Did you put Ashley in her casual outfit? Yes. No. Yeah. And I also, gave, I also gave her red hair. Nice. If only there was an option to give her black lipstick. If only. Nexus mods, here I come. I've been playing that too. I'm only I'm only about an hour into the island, um, so I got I got a good bit to go. But I've not, been you're not too far behind me, actually. That's all right. Uh, Melissa, what have you been up to? Trying to exist. Yeah, that's fair. Anything else? Any anything exciting? Anything going on in the world of books that you want to talk about? I've been reading some good books. Yeah. Any any friend releases you want to plug? That maybe don't have almost <clears throat> 200 listens. My friend Grace has a new poetry book out that's about motherhood and womanhood and grieving the young girl that you were as you become the woman that you are. It's very good. Maybe, maybe I need to give that a read. It's called uh, The Lies We Weave. Uh-huh. And it's out by Curious Corvid Publishing. That's fancy. Curious Corvid Publishing. That is an edgy publisher name if I've ever heard one. <laughs> I'm sure Raven, who runs the publisher, would uh, enjoy that. Oh, their name is Raven Curious Corvid. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I feel like that's a. they really got handed a, a creative uh, uh, benefit with that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wes, what about you? What you been up to? You've been gone for a while. And not that we're here to place blame or point fingers, but you're the entire reason why we haven't recorded in a month. Yes. I mean, the the reason for that is because I was out of the country. Yeah. Um, Went to Israel for almost two weeks. Um, Did a lot of stuff there. Had a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, The pictures you posted were cool. Yeah. Um, And I have plenty more if if, if you want to see some stuff. I'd love you to show me some stuff. Um. 
also got sick on the flights back. That's fun. Yeah. Took a COVID test. Not COVID. Just standard airplane sickness, I guess. Um, have poison ivy currently. Okay. You're having a great time. Um, and I started playing um, the Star Wars Fallen Order game. So that's pretty fun. Ah, did you get it for three ninety nine on Steam? No, it was um, actually like free on PlayStation Plus like a month or two ago. Oh, I got, I, figured, it on, I got it on Steam when it was on sale for $3. It's the, on my list. The new one is on the horizon, so might be good to play this one. Okay. Are you enjoying the game more or less than you enjoyed watching um, Solo? I am... <laughs> I am enjoying the game more than I liked the film Solo. Wow, that's saying a lot, isn't it? You really enjoyed the film Solo, didn't you? Mm. Uh, it was, it was, it was okay. <laughs> um, Josh and I uh, and some other friends went to go see the visual masterpiece known as Cocaine Bear. Oh, Absolutely <laughs> wonderful. I have never walked into a movie and left with such a level of satisfaction that I knew that I was knew what I was getting into and that I got everything that I paid for. So you're saying it's a cinema masterpiece. I, you know what? I, I think it's up there. Wow. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Cocaine Did you get an Oscar? Um no, it 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 goes beyond I think traditional awards um wow. you know, it's it's just really uh you know it's just really a it's just really a good movie. It's entertaining. It's it's a little funny sometimes. It's a little sad sometimes. You know, it's got it's got a whole lot of elements that you might like. You into buddy cop movies? There's something in there for you. You're into like the, you know, coming of age story, uh you got you got that too. You want that 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 hard pressing drama of, you know, you like Taken? You ever seen Taken? You like Taken? Yeah, yeah, you know the the parent searching for their child. It's got that too. Um, are you telling me that this bear kidnaps a child? No, no. Tell you what, and Liam Neeson comes on down the bear. <laughs> he he breaks mini liquor bottles on his fists and then fights the alpha bear. Listen, uh, bear, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want, but I'm going to kill you. I don't know, Liam Neeson. Yeah, no, that that was good. He wants cocaine. Oh, <laughs> spoiler. Uh, but no, it was it was a it was a fine film, um, you know. I, I walked out of that movie um, feeling much better than I did when I watched um, Solo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Solo. Um, I paid to go see Cocaine Bear, and I was happier when I stepped out of that theater than I was when I watched the new Thor movie at home on my couch. Um, Same. Love and Thunder. Yeah. I haven't seen it. It's okay. You know. Okay. It's a movie. The deleted scenes are the best part of that movie. You know what what movie I bet has fantastic deleted scenes? Cocaine Bear. That's right. <laughs> Have you ever wondered what it would be like if a black bear got a hold of cocaine? Not anymore. I've never wondered. You, well, you don't need to wonder anymore because thanks to the uh the the magic of movie making, you can find out. No, I heard it was inspired by a true story. I've heard that a lot too. I remember seeing that story on like the internet years and years ago. I think you're really overselling this cocaine bear thing. Look, I'm I'm not saying that it's the best movie of all time. I'm just saying that like for what it is, 
pound for pound, it is a masterpiece. I walked I, after watching the movie. I like I thought to myself like there's there's nothing they could have done to make that movie better. Like it, it wasn't missing anything. It had all of the parts you needed for a good movie. It was an enjoyable experience. Uh, sitting in the theater and watching it was nice. And I don't even. I mean, we didn't even go to like a nice theater to see it. We went to just some like little rag. I mean, it wasn't little, but some ragtag theater to watch it. So it wasn't like a nice AMC that had like reclining seats, you know, or heated seats. But it was just nice. The, the people at the theater were nice. The theater was nice enough. But the movie was good. You know what other movie series we started that is really good? What's that? The Mummy. Melissa Melissa and I watched The Mummy and The Mummy Returns. And that was the first time that Melissa has watched either of those movies. Do you like Brendan? I like everybody. I have a lot of spoilers for Brendan's life. It takes a drastic turn downward. Yeah, I like to not think but about that. there is a rise from the ashes. Yeah, he's a good guy. As there should be. I think so. And the the lady that plays uh, opposite of him in both of those movies, is that Rachel Weiss? Sure. I think. I'm actually not sure. Top grade babe. No doubt about it. I, I have a question. Are y'all going to watch Scorpion King? No. You have to. <laughs> but it's got it, the rock in it. It's no. part of it. No. It's got half of the rock in it. We're also, it we're the also, rock was the rock. kind of in the second one, too. Yeah, we're also not going to watch uh, Mummy 3. That is Rachel Weiss. Yeah, but she's not in the third one. They replaced her with someone else. Was The Mummy one of the movies that they were going to relaunch with the in the what the Warner Brothers Dark Universe? And then they canceled that entire project? Yeah, I think that was the Tom Cruise Mummy movie. I'm glad they canceled that. I, I, I didn't realize this 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 D and D podcast uh, was about movies. It was really about movies. Yeah, but you know, we haven't seen each other in a while. There's a lot to talk about. We also saw Nope. We watched Nope. Was it good? Yeah, it was really good. Good. I like Nope. You know. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big science fiction fan. So. You know what I'm a big fan of? Cocaine Bear. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I I would buy. I mean, if I if I see a T-shirt for Cocaine Bear, I'll 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 buy it. I really I'm sure, will. I'm sure there's a market for that. I, I hope there is. If you just um, Google Cocaine Bear on Etsy, I'm sure you'll find something. Yeah. The, the the movie the movie inspired me to a point that I almost thought about maybe trying cocaine. Oh no, that's not a good I know, thing. I know a lot of people that would probably advise against that. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't have any intention to, but I'm just saying it was you know it was a it was a fine film. I am now looking at Josh's screen where there are several Cocaine Bear T-shirts, on, and I think you would like all of them. I, you know, I'm sure I would. I'm really waiting for the Cocaine Bear sequel. Cocaine, cocaine Bear 2? Or maybe just Cocaine Bears. What about Heroin Bear? No. Oh, no. <laughs> you got to be careful, Nick. Don't spoil part of the movie. I, I didn't. You said you said something. Yeah. That's not a spoiler. Could be. If it's the second movie, maybe they'll decide to put two bears in there. I don't know. I'm not... Calm down. A, Calm down, a, Logan. Elizabeth Moss or whatever her what name is. is? The second movie is called Recovery Bear, where the bear tries to, you know, recover from his crippling cocaine addiction. The bear goes through rehab? Yeah. Well, I know what happened in the real story. I don't know what happened in the movie at the end. Um, it's very different. Was it a heartwarming ending? You yes. know what? It really is. Like, it's I, one of those movies that you look at the people that you went with, and aside from the fact that Logan was sitting next to me, um, I, I, if there was someone on my other side, I would have, I would have embraced them. I, I kind of want to go see Cocaine Bear. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a, you know, 
you know what you're getting into, and it's an enjoyable experience. It's going to be there on go, um, Peacock. Well, there you go. I saw that today. Another subscription service. Yeah, this we don't have that one. Tabletop is brought to you by Peacock. Like, it's not. Like the bird? But it could be. Doors say open. No. Yeah, I, say no, NBC. What are you drinking over there, Chris? Um, that would be a... I think I bought a Pepsi uh, Zero Sugar. Oh, a, a Pepsi. Yeah. This is episode four, sponsored by How Pepsi. many name drops can we have in this episode? I have a bone to pick. Go for it. At work, mm-hmm. I was feeling thirsty. I was like, I'm going to go to the vending machine and I'm going to get a, a Diet Coke. So I walk out to go to the vending machine. There's the one for the snacks and there's an empty spot where the drink machine used to be. And I'm like, oh, well, this one must have been broken. I'll I'll go to the one in the other building. Nope, that one's gone too. They took all the, maso- the they soda took machines? They took all of the soda machines from work. I think we are going back to being a, a Pepsi institution. So they've confiscated our Coke machines. I don't have a problem with it being a Pepsi place, but I was really, I really wanted that Diet Coke. You need that caffeine fix? I thought really hard about walking from my office to the gas station closest <laughs> to, to the university to buy a diet soda that I could have some caffeine from. Because all I have at the office is decaf coffee because I hate it. Is that the is that the uh, the gas station that also sells steaks? Yes, it is. Yeah. I've never been there. Didn't want to go there, but I was willing to go there for a Diet Coke. Was that the one across from the Greenwood Motel? No. No. It's the one across from the um, the plasma donation building. That's the one. Oh yeah. I'm really digging this. I'm really digging this cocaine bear shirt. It's got like this nice <laughs> '80s vibe, right? I I like it. Welcome to the official Cocaine Bear podcast, episode one. I don't want to pay six forty-five to sixty dollars for a T-shirt. Wait, six forty-five to sixty? Yeah. So if I get if I get the regular shirt in my size, it would be forty-five dollars. But if I get the tall version of that shirt, it would be $60. That's a lot. I like that I took an international trip to Israel. And, and then we get back. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. But cocaine bear. <laughs> I mean, did you, is there anything, is there anything on your trip that you'd like to talk about? You know, share with the, share with the audience. Anything that you think anyone would really enjoy? Did you see a cocaine bear over there? No. Did you, did you see any bears over there? Did they no. Have bears in Israel? What about anything dealing not, with cocaine? That, not that I saw. Um, a lot of sheep. You didn't see any cocaine at the Some airport? goats, a couple camels. Those were cool. Cocaine camel? Too. That'd be wonderful, oh, dude. Dude, there were so many like stray cats just around Israel everywhere. And so many of them were like super friendly and chill. You just walk up and Do start you, petting them. Does it seem like Israel is one of those places that they really care about their like feral cat population? I, I like, don't know. Like people, people, people put out food and things like that? I mean, it may be because like... For the most part, they were all pretty friendly, at least they, the ones I interacted yeah, with. Yeah, they got to be hanging around for some reason. Yeah. No one wants you to know this, but the cats in Israel are free. You can just take them. <laughs> Is that one of the questions I asked you when you were coming back through the airport? <laughs> did, did you did you have any stray cats that you're smuggling Sir, out? Are there any are there any cats in your suitcase? No. no. <laughs> do, you mind, do you mind if we look? Yes. <laughs> I had a friend who went to Greece once, and they have a bunch of stray cats, too. People just feed them and take care of them while they're on vacation. Nice. Sweet. As they should, you know, because those cats aren't a hindrance or 
a harm to the native population at all. I'm not an ecologist. Just like cats. <laughs> well, I'm glad that uh, you went on this international trip and your favorite part was the fact that there were cats everywhere. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Like, we, we toured, like, along a lot of the country. Like, we went up to Posada, saw a, a bunch of different churches around, like, the old city. Um, Is it fair to call them churches or would you call them cathedrals? Um, Maybe a mix? I, I think there are temples considered city? churches. Um, yeah, I'm, did, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Did you see any sexy Jesuses? <laughs> did you get his autograph? I mean, there were a lot of like images of Jesus and a lot of them were shirtless. Was he, so, was it was it buff Jesus or was it normal Jesus or was it skinny Jesus? I feel like I don't know if I saw much normal Jesus. I feel like there was a lot of skinny and a lot of buff Jesus, but not a lot of like regular boy Jesus. <laughs> so there, there's it's it's either side of the spectrum. Yeah. Okay. Did you happen to see a Korean Jesus? Holy. I don't think so, but I was surprised by like the number of like Asian tourists that were also there. Like I I expect it to be like you know a lot of israeli people because it's israel mm -hmm. and then like a bunch of white tourists like me um but I was, I was surprised there was a lot of a large population of asian tourists going to the holy land well good i i hope they had a good time me too sounds like you had a good time yeah you've talked about the places you went to and you talked about the cats um is it is this the first time you've traveled outside of the country it is yeah um, what did you think about international traveling when it comes to the food department? Um, that's what I was going to ask. I mean, that, that's all anyone else cares about. <laughs> I think the food was fine. Like it wasn't anything crazy. And like, I understand that like, man, you get on a plane filled with hundreds of people and you're going to be on it for the next 11 hours. Um, like they have to be pretty, like they have to keep in mind a lot of like the weight constraints and how they're going to be able to like prepare all that and move it to all of the people because you got to feed them at least twice in that amount of time um but, i mean it wasn't it wasn't terrible i didn't hate it i'm not that picky though compared to a lot of people yeah but like okay food on the plane but like food at the i mean you were there for two weeks oh yeah would you have i mean anything interesting that you had oh, dude i mean i i loved a lot of the food we had um did you see an israeli mcdonald's Yes. Did I go in? No. No. Do you think they serve the McRib year round? God, Please. Don't. I hope not. <laughs> Did I, they? If you told me that the Israeli McDonald's had the McRib year round, I would move to Israel. Do they no. sell like Mc, McLatkas or something? <laughs> Maybe. McLam. I think probably like hey. some of the tastiest stuff I had was like the shawarma was so fucking good. I bet it was. The pictures was you sent all look pretty good. Yeah. Except for like the fish. I, I didn't mind the fish. I don't have any desire to eat just like a, a whole cooked fish. Uh, you you don't want to look like into the eyes of the thing you're about to consume? I don't even like to eat like crawfish. Yeah? Yeah. No. I like to eat crawfish because Josh pretends that they have little voices. <laughs> <laughs> he does He does do that. Watching, I do that to mess with Nick. Watching, watching Josh eat um, like a full course of seafood is is probably one of the top five things i've enjoyed the most in my life um probably more than cocaine bear actually oh wow really high praise yeah no it's great watching josh i mean like you could put if if we lived if for some reason or some reason um josh was frozen and he woke up like a thousand years in the future like an episode of futurama 
right? You could put him in a zoo as as prehistoric human, and people could just watch him live his normal day to day life, and they would eat that shit up. <laughs> they would love it. Be like, look at look at that, look at that that man over there, mommy. What's he got, honey? That's called a piece of stick. Nick, I have great news. Honey, that's called a Gundam. <laughs> Cocaine Bear is now available on demand, which means I can go home and watch it today. I, I mean, I would. I, I think. I think, I think we'll probably be here late, um, but I would encourage you this weekend to watch it and let me know what you think. And if you don't think that was a good movie, then I'll I'll take back all the praise. We should all just hang out after recording for the podcast and watch <laughs> Cocaine watch Bear. Cocaine we could watch. Bear. I got. I have two bags of popcorn. I have tons of drinks and snacks, snacks I bought for today. We can do it. We can watch Cocaine Bear. And we can record it and then release it as bonus content. Yeah. <laughs> we have to be very careful. We can't record Cocaine Bear. No, it's just us. Well, no, you can do like reaction videos, right? Yeah. yeah you record us watching it. Watching and then Cocaine just, Bear. Yeah. And then Couldn't, you just tell people when to sync up. Yeah. And then they can watch along with us. <laughs> Couldn't you just like stream it and watch it and then just hold a controller and pretend you're playing Cocaine Bear, the officially licensed video game? You know, that did work once. They do that with like fights and stuff, right? It worked once. All right. Okay. Well, speaking of things that have worked um, once, uh, this callback was not one of them. But I'm glad that we're able to come back together because when we left off last time, um, if you haven't listened to episode one, two, or three, this probably isn't the best place to pick up. Why would you listen to episode four? Some people just like listening to the newest thing to see if they like it. To be fair, that's not a terrible idea because I did a shit-ass job mixing episode one and i've i've contemplated remixing and releasing it so it sounds better um because this stuff sounds i think a little bit better than before had some practice yeah well, yeah that's true too but uh if you look at foundry and we're looking at this wonderful battle map that is part of the map pack uh that is released by kobold press with un with empire of the ghouls thank you kobold press yeah thank you for giving us good map packs that we can use for virtual tabletop. Incredible. It's wonderful. Paizo, take notes. Well, yeah, that's fair. They're doing their best. I wouldn't say no, Paizo. I mean, Doors open. Come on in. Give us a call. We're, we're no GCP, but we have, you know, heart. We all have a heart. I'm about to say, there's yeah. we do all have a heart. five of them right now. Yeah, they're, 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 actually there are six in this room because Kiwi is over there trying to be obnoxious and chew on something. Uh, but where we left off last time, uh, you guys were accompanying Brick because you were heading into the cartways uh, as Brick was going to pick up some ingredients for the rampant roach. And he was going down to meet, uh, meet a new contact to buy some supplies. So you travel through the cartways, you arrive in the cartways, and Brick... Uh, being the crime scene investigator that he is, finds a body. Brick finds a body. You search the body, and you find a couple of things. Does anyone remember what was found? Uh, there was a note. There was a note on the body. Okay. Do you remember what that note said? Rough, roughly? No. No. Um, it had enough on there for us to be able to, I think, identify this body as Gresh, Gresham? Grantham. Grantham, which is the, hmm? the guy that we were supposed to meet uh, for the new supplies. Okay. So you found a note or a letter um, that was written by Grantham, who you 
assume may be this person. Yeah, and then I think he was writing it to someone named Barnaby. Bartleby. Oh, that's close enough. Okay. Uh, there was a key on the on the body. Mm-hmm. That's what I remember. It's been a while. There was a key and a dagger. I think um, I'm, I'm, it's been a while, and we didn't really go over, I don't think, the specifics. Um, so I think the two of you did really well. And I'm going to give you some good boy tokens. I think, is this the first time that they've been given out? Sorry. I don't, I don't think so. I think I have one. Pause for a good boy. You have, you have one that I gave you before we started, right? I was saying I got the good boy token okay. before we start. Um, I use good boy tokens in, in my other games. Um, and, and basically they're just little, little handouts for doing something really neat or doing, you know, something that I think is cool or, you know, pulling a story point. Are they all the same color? They are not the same color. Do you have a purple one? I do. But, <laughs> give, but giving you a specific one would defeat the purpose. Oh, okay. I have silver and gold and green and purple. And I want everyone listening to know uh, that these are just little plastic tokens that you probably give to, like, elementary school children. There is a uh, smiley face on it. And what does it say, Chris? Um, it says, I was caught being good yep. on both sides. It does. So these are these are good boy tokens. Um, send a uh, self-addressed stamped envelope to P.O. Box Unstable. Just kidding, don't do that. Uh, if anyone wants one of these, let me know. Send us an email, and I'll get you the hookup on your very own good boy token. Wow. What a deal. What a deal. The stamp is more expensive than the good boy token. It is. Uh, but, like, what is, I mean, what is the emotional value of a stamp? Um, I think stamp collectors would say there's a lot of emotional value to them. Do you think stamp collectors uh, go and buy a set of, like, these are the stamps I'm going to use stamps and collect those? Oh, no. Maybe. Maybe. Just I mean, like, if just they're like old one. enough or if, like, they're a special edition, maybe. Have you ever, have you ever met... Does anyone know any stamp collectors? Not a one. My grandfather used to be a philatelist. That's not a real word. <laughs> philatelist. Yeah, philately. I'm pretty sure that's the term for stamp collecting. I thought I thought that had to do with something with dicks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different thing. Um, but like my my grandfather worked for the post office for like a really long time. Okay. Wow. Uh, my father is a coin collector. My dad collects um, alcohol in his liver. And lighthouses. And lighthouses. That sounds great. He doesn't really collect anything anymore. He's just, you know, he's older, so he just hangs out. He chills. He's a good drummer, though. He is a good drummer. Real yeah. good drummer. Wes was right. A philatelist? Philately. Mm-hmm. Philately. Yeah, stamp collecting. Okay. Does your grandmother still have any of his uh, stamp collection? They're both dead. Oh, other one. <laughs> Sorry. Do do his children? Did they get his stamp collection? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure where those ended up at this point. Where are the stamps, Wes? I mean, it, they, honestly, they could they could be in in the basement somewhere, gathering dust. That man spent 40 years of his life stamp being a high grade philatelist. And you're going to delegate his stamp collection to the goddamn basement? I like that you're taking this stance of, like, I've done a terrible thing for the, like, hobby that you just now learned the name for. <laughs> just because just because I didn't know a name for it doesn't mean I can't appreciate it. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know what a lot of things are called, but damn. I can't remember what the, what the, the thick thigh church is called. I can't remember that name. But tell you what I really like? Thick thighs. Josh, back me up here. The Church of Ideology. Help me out here, Josh. 
Josh I do agree. Chilling. The thick thighs are the way to save lives, my guy. There you go. God, I love Dungeons and Dragons so much. Yeah, man, we played so much Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> forty minutes. Here we go. Are we really at forty minutes? Uh, thirty-three. Oh nice. my god, that's a whole episode already. <laughs> yeah. This is this is what it is. What's that? Episode five. It's a wrap. <laughs> this is this is why we can't take long breaks. Yeah. Because we just come together and just do bullshit for ever this is why i've told you we need to implement unstable top after dark it's you know it'll be here eventually it'll be here eventually honestly i feel like this is as much a like a dungeons and dragons podcast as it is just like a variety podcast where we just talk about whatever what is the the fucking mary tyler moore show it's like a variety show in the 70s let's rip off something else and turn it into a drinking game how many tens can you roll like whenever you roll a 10 you drink or a one or 20 um crazy eights or if you roll a number on a die, you drink. I, I don't remember if we talked about this on here or not, but for one of my um, one of my other D and D games that I run for some friends, uh, we we were, at the time we were playing. We're still playing, but we were we're playing a Tyranny of Dragons game that's sort of like a combined Frost Maiden Part Two game. And I don't know why, but I just thought to myself, like you know, the last couple of sessions they've had some really bad rolls. Let me try to give them a little bit of an incentive. Like every time you guys roll a natural twenty, I'll take a shot. Oh no! I've never seen them roll that many fucking natural twenties. Um, in like an hour, I was blitzed. All of my <laughs> all of my fireball was gone. All of my regular whiskey was gone, and I was delegated to drinking um, shots of just plain vodka that were in the back of the fridge that had been there for at least two years. You don't have that weird Polish alcohol in there anymore. Uh, yeah. I I still have my my Krupnik, um, but that is incredibly dangerous. Yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, and and that was that was the drinking game. Um, that was probably two months ago, maybe two and a half months ago. That sounds right. Uh, and I have had nothing to drink since. I don't blame you. I think I had like a beer once between then and now. It was it was too much. I don't remember where we left off. We just talked about what we found on the body. We didn't this get is very this far. is the part of my show where my dad is going to be listening. And like, God damn it! Will they start fucking playing already? Yeah. Uh, so you so you found these things on the body, and as I believe it was a Zim, who was who had picked up the key or had been handed the key, and was going toward the door. Uh, Brick made you aware that there were some guys behind you, and you turn around to see these two gentlemen standing in the cartways um, probably 70 feet 80 feet away from you or so and both of them are wielding a crossbow that is loaded and they're pointed at you I'm going to assume they don't look like guards uh, roll me a perception check forgot that some people aren't using nope I don't know mm. That is a that is a good roll. You that know? is a person. That's a really good roll. Uh, so that's no bonus to your wisdom. Nope. No bonus for perception. Just a straight die roll. Uh, that mm-hmm. is a two. Could be worse. Too damn bad. Tell you I what, you, find you think it's two dudes, and you think that they have all their limbs. Oh, they might be limbless. And they're standing there, these crossbows aimed at the the lot of you. Obviously, there were only two of them. They can't shoot all of you. Kind of go for my my sword, and my shield. So Azim grabs, goes to try to grab a weapon. 
Uh, afternoon, fellas. How can we um, <clears throat> how can we help you today? How far away are they? Are they closer to Azim or Brick? Uh, they are closer to Brick. Okay. So Azim has his weapons out. Um, Pan greets them. Brick is standing there, and he's just looking at him. He's got this big, big smile on his face, and he's waving. And you'll see something move between these two guys um, and sort of pushing through them, maybe walking forward 10, 15 feet. You see a halfling, and they look at the group of you. They say, hey, fellas, how's it going? Um, is this, this halfling recognizable? Uh, he doesn't look like someone you've seen before. Does um, Brick know who this halfling is? You want to ask him? Hey, buddy. Hey. You know these guys? Nope, sure don't. Uh, we're doing all right. Um, what's uh, What seems to be the issue here? You got your boys with weapons trained on us. Well, well, yeah. Uh, I see your boy back there has reaching for that sword and looks like you guys already have one victim down here we found him like this <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sure i'm sure you did i haven't heard uh i haven't heard that one in a while uh, really seems like it'd be a pretty common explanation for that no it, it is that's that's the point i was being uh, sarcastic being sarcastic yes okay uh roll me a persuasion check sure can't even remember to bring your dice to the game listen we haven't recorded in a month, and you're just like, I'm going to forget my dice at home. My name's Chris. I don't like drinking Coke. I like drinking Pepsi. That's true. Yeah. Uh, that'd be an 18. 18. Uh, but the man looks, uh, and he'll motion to his two companions, and they'll approach, kind of following him, and he'll step up a little bit more, maybe getting right to Brick. It's hard to tell from here, but looks like that body might have been here a while. Maybe you didn't have anything to do with it. No, we just got here. I I put my weapon away. I do keep my shield though. You want to uh, you want to tell me what's going on? Uh, well, um, we were supposed to come down here and meet someone to get some supplies, and think we think we found them uh, indisposed. Indisposed. All right. You mind uh, mind maybe telling me telling me your names? I mean, what you're doing down here? Uh, yeah, Brick, why don't you start? What? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, okay. So there I was. Just a cold, bold pup. Brick, not that far back. Maybe just starting this morning. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Uh, I, I work for, uh, Skirt, and, uh, I was coming down here to buy some stuff from a guy for our restaurant, and, uh, we found him and he was dead. And he'll look back to all of you. And, like, smile and put his thumbs up. Like, oh, yeah. Good job, Brick. Yeah. And the halfling looks at him. All right. We found a, a letter on him that is from someone named Bartleby. Do you happen to know who that is? Uh, can't say that I've heard that name before. You maybe have that letter on you? I could take a look at it. Yeah, I think one of us has it. Someone want to hand it over? I don't, I don't care who has it. I'm just, I'm just looking to see it. Sure. Hands it over. Huh. This man's name was... I guess this is Grantham. That's what we think, yeah. Yeah? And I... I, I just can't remember. I, I feel like I asked, but I didn't get an answer. And who, who exactly are all of you? Sure, we are you're employees dying. of the Rampant Roach. Ah, employees. Okay. 
Okay. Um, we have been asked to assist Brick in his task to come down here to give him protection so he didn't get attacked or hurt. Uh, okay, so so Brick, and that's this that's this little guy here. Yeah, that's Brick. Yeah, so he's he's Brick. Still waiting because I haven't quite heard your names yet. Well, I'm Merwin. All right, Merwin. You got a last name, Merwin? Nope, just Merwin. And I am Finbar there, Sigmundson. You, you, you got a look on you like you might be a Finn. Looks like you <clears> might <throat> go by a nickname instead. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to call you Finn. I'd hate to butcher whatever, whatever, whatever tongue that is. If you insist. Out of respect, you know. Why would you butcher his tongue? What about you, Greeny? Oh, you can call me Pan. Pan. No, not like a frying pan. Okay. So we got got Merwin, the half-orc. We got Finn, the human man. (laughs) We got uh, Pan, the... We got Pan. Not not like the cooking pan. What about you, big man? Where I'm from, the person introduces themselves first before asking someone else's name. That's fair enough. Uh, roll me a persuasion check. What is that? Not that it matters, but it's a natural 20. Natural 20. He looks at you, uh, and, and, and even though uh, you're sort of in the back there, and even though you're kind of a younger guy, I mean, you're a, you know, a young lad. So that's, that's fair. That's fair. I, I, I shouldn't expect uh, anything from you that I haven't given myself. You know, treat others the way you want to be treated, right? Uh, you can call me Ira. I am a Zim. It's nice to meet you, Zim. These here are my boys. Uh, their names aren't important. Uh, so you're down here, trying to get some supplies. You find this poor, unfortunate fellow, who seems to have met an end. Uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think happened to him? What'd you find? I mean, you find anything that might tell you? You know, was he stabbed in the throat? Did he get, I don't know, shot with a bolt? I thought. Did we even look? I so, thought we did. I'm pretty sure I looked, but I couldn't tell nothing. I think, I think Merwin tried to um, see how long it had been dead with a medicine check. I don't know if that would cover how it died. All right, all right. So you you maybe found out uh, how how long you think he's been here? Yeah, I mean, it, it mm-hmm. cannot be too long if the body hasn't started to decay yet. Yeah, and the rats haven't gotten him. That's. I guess that's a good indication the rats haven't gotten him. You seen some of the rats down here? Yeah, they're For quite sure. unusual. Quite, yeah. I mean, there's some rodents that I feel like are very much of an unusual size. Mm. Does Brick get real excited? Brick's over there like rats. It's like we, I, I get rats. I'm a rat getter. Um, I got rats, and I, I make, and we make them into uh, uh, like pies and stuff. Um, uh, here's a. Oh wait, I don't have business cards. Um, and he'll look over to Merwin, and he'll sort of like he'll whisper, but it's just really loud, so you can everyone can hear him. When we're done making um, a jacket, I need you to help me make business cards too. You got it, buddy. All right. And uh, Ira looks around, says, "All right. I mean, I think everything checks out here. Uh, I suppose we'll take this body and be on our way." take it up top and get it checked out, you know, turned over to the proper places and all that. 
Well, hold on. I, maybe I'm just not familiar with, with how things go down in the car ways. You probably tell I'm not uh, one who travels here very often. Uh, what exactly are you doing down here? Huh. I know your name. I don't know what your what your business is here. Oh, uh, I should have introduced myself properly. Uh, I'm an investigator. I work with the uh, I work for the council, the Free City Council. Okay. Uh, you know when 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 things when when things are going around and they don't really have you know the time or the manpower, maybe something that requires a little more finesse than just some town guards. Um, you know they send someone like me. All right. Um, well, sure. Yeah, I think we've covered all our bases here. Good. Uh, well, we'll take this body up, get it examined by some of the folks at the temple, see what they can find. Uh, you guys, you guys take care of yourselves. It's sometimes there's some things down here that you might not expect. It's not just rats. It's you know, especially with all these people going missing recently. Right. Better, better watch out. That's what we're here for. You're here to make sure people go missing? No, we're here to make sure Brick doesn't go missing. <laughs> oh. Well, that's awful kind of you. Well, listen, if you uh, if you find anything else down here, and you uh, <clears throat> think it might be, I don't know, something I need to know, uh, you can come find me. Oh, do you have business cards? Sure happens that I do. And I'll reach into his jacket, and I'll pull out uh, the business card and hand it to you. Uh, if we need to get in touch with you, where can we find you? It's on the card. What's the card say? Uh, well, the card has uh, his his title and his name and uh, his his you know his headquarters. Oh, of course. Okay. It's all there. Yeah. Don't you don't have to ask about it. It's all there. Oh, sure. Yeah. His men. One of his men will lean over, grab the body, and throw it over their shoulder. Uh, and Ira has this letter. He'll tuck it into his jacket. You said you found something else on him, too? I mean, any other evidence you might have? Something about a, a dagger, maybe? I, I don't have the dagger. I think we gave the dagger to Brick. I think we did give the dagger to Brick. Brick looks at him. He's like, nope, that's it. There is no <laughs> dagger. <laughs> All right. If we find anything, we will let you know. I'd appreciate that. Uh, look, I, I, I don't know what your long-term plans are, but you look like a capable bunch. If I had to put you at a, maybe a scale of professionalism from one to 20, you know, you might only be a one, but you got a lot of promise. So maybe you can come find me uh, if you're looking for some independent work. You can always use an extra set of hands. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right, boys. And the two big guys will step out and he'll follow them and they'll disappear from view. Wow. I hate talking to the cops. <laughs> me too. I, I really didn't want to give him my name. Yeah. You should come up with like a like a fake name, like a pseudonym. Yeah, I should. That's a big word. I didn't know I knew that word. <laughs> like a nickname. Why's like your a... nose bleeding, Brick? Oh god. <laughs> like a you know, like a like instead of brick, call me uh Mortar. Call me Rick. <laughs> uh call me Crip. So just let's just break backwards, isn't it? Yeah. What better way than just say your name backwards? They'll never know. Hi, my name is Nap. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Finn. Say yours, Nap, backwards. Like the whole thing. 
<laughs> no, thank you. That's a weird way to say it. I think I think Azim's would be uh, Mizza. That's, that's I mean that's that's pretty cool. I'm break. I don't I don't know what we're supposed to do now. I think your supplier's dead. Oh well, maybe maybe that room has something. Maybe it's locked in there. Yeah, like okay. you got that key, right? Someone does. Someone grabbed it. Glad we didn't mention a key. No, I mean, yeah, me too. We don't even know if this key goes to this door. Yeah, but I mean, what are the odds? There's a locked door, there's a key. Certainly, they go to each other. Chris, when you go to town with your key to your house, yeah, do you expect them keys to work everywhere you go? They don't. They might. They might. With like standard tumbler systems, there's only so many combinations. He's got you there. Yes, we're going to try this. This is a door. So, Azim, you're at this door. I do be at a door. You have a key in your hand. Is everyone positioned where they would like to be? Probably not. I think Brick wants to come up to get a better look. I don't know where Azim is. Yeah, I don't know where the door is. I'll pull Azim out in the hallway. Okay, thank you. Okay, yeah. Moving my character like you own him. Technically, I do. Nope, it's trademark. Show me the paperwork. Okay. There's no... There's no T in a circle next to a Zim. No, there's TM. I mean, it it would be trademarked, but it'd be copyrighted by, by you making the character. Learned a lot about copyright recently with the OGL stuff. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what's that new project from Cobalt Press? Uh, Path of Valiance? Sure. Something like that? Path of Valiant? Path, Path of, of the, the Valiant Steps. I don't think that's it. An interesting like destiny. Path of I like I like the name Black Flag a little better. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, you know... I hope the project turns out okay. It was not me. It's about this door. Uh, yeah, Azim has the key. Do you want to unlock it? I won't try. Okay. You go up to the door. You take the key. You put it in the lock. Click. It unlocks the door. Open the door. You open the door. Let me tell you what you see. This room <clears throat> is filled with a number of things. Uh, there are two tables in this room. And they are covered with an assortment of glass containers and jars and vials. Um, everyone roll me an Arcana check. An Arcana check? Yes, please. 15. Yeah, good job with them. I got a 16. I rolled a zero. Um, okay. so I got a five. <laughs> uh, Pan, you would probably know, looking around this room, this appears to be an alchemist workshop. Time to fill my component pouch. There's lots of stuff in here. You can see that there are some glass jars that are located on these workbenches. Uh, and inside of those jars, it looks like there is, um, like, it looks like a pickled goblin hand. Uh, there is a human hand that only has four fingers. And you see a tongue that is studded on either side with teeth. Badass. You're welcome to move into the room if you would like. Yeah. Um, everyone roll me a perception check when you step into the room. For you tonight? Sure. Absolutely. Appreciate that. 24. 17. Sorry, that's that's a Zim's. I got a 6. I wish I had 17. Zim, you step into the room. You're probably the first one that steps in here. Um, and in the left corner, as soon as you walk in, that would be this corner down here. You see this big container, this big glass container. It almost looks like a fish tank. And it is filled with this sort of strange, iridescently gray liquid. I go over and look at it. You step forward toward the container. And as you begin to look at it, the top of it springs off. And this gray 
liquidy thing inside of it uh, jumps, lunges out at you. Uh, everyone, please roll me some initiative. Hey, that's pretty good. Hey, that's all right. I miss Jerg's initiative. Merwin, Finn. Does negative dexterity add to an initial modifier? Yeah, I think I so. I think it does. Cool, I rolled a zero. <laughs> that, means you, uh, that means you don't get a turn, I think. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks for driving an hour to get here. I'll see you yeah. next time. Zero. Bear one? Uh-oh. A nine. Nine. We got to tell that poor monster that we're sorry for wasting his time. Hmm. As it's killing us? We'll just go ahead and head out. I think you had a barrel here. That's cool. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just going to leave. Okay, sorry. Sorry we uh, interrupted you here. So this, uh, this gray sort of liquid um, lunges out at you from the container and it reaches out with like this gooey tentacle and tries to hit you with it. How do you like how do you like a non-natural 20? That's fine, it hits. Good. Uh, Azim, you are gonna take 12 points. What? I'm down. Ooh. Huh? Uh, five points, six points of bludgeoning and six points of acid. God, we're fucked. I've killed players before with a gray ooze. Mm. Um, what kind of armor is that that you're wearing? Chainmail, I believe. Yeah. It's non-magical, right? That is correct. Uh, as this thing hits, <clears throat> uh, swings out with the pseudopod at a zim, you see that it leaves like this burn mark on the front of his armor. And as he hits the ground, unconscious, uh, his armor starts to corrode away. For right now, your armor has a negative one penalty. Uh, a zim. I got one fail. All right, so Zim hits the ground pretty quick. This thing lunges out of the tank. He's not doing. Uh, he's not doing super well. Pan. Shit. Um, I'm going to. You're like right. You're diagonal from him, so you see all of this go down. You have a. You have a really good view of this scene, and you see Azim, probably one of the toughest people you've met, hit the ground. Yeah, I'm gonna back the fuck up. Um, there, there is a table right there. Okay, I'm gonna back up. I must climb onto the table. No. Um, I'm gonna stand right here. Is that all right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to cast a windlash okay. at him, I think. Hmm. Yeah, I'll windlash him. 17. 17 is a good hit. That'll be six slashing damage. I hope it's not one of those oozes that um, doesn't like to be uh, hit by slashing damage and like split and stuff. Not that Pam would know that. Would he not? Maybe. Roll me an arcana check. Sure. Maybe if I didn't ask that before. Um, but that's on me. Nine. You don't know shit. I know some things. How much? Uh, how much damage was that? I'm sorry. Six slashing. All right. So you form this. Uh, it's like a little wind whip. Yeah, this little wind whip. 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 Yeah, a wind whip. A wind whip. Yeah. And you whip this ooze. Um, a little piece of it sort of breaks off, hits the floor, and just sizzles away. Oh, thank God. Could be. It could be worse. That's it for me, though. Okay. Um, what about Merwin? So there's not much I can do back here. Um, I'm going to... There's a chair there. I can kind of, like, scoot the chair back. I'm going to try to get it with my battle axe. Okay. Give me a swing. A non-natural 20 to attack. That is a good hit. Please roll me some damage. Uh, nine slashing damage. Nine points of damage. You swing down with your battle axe and you hit this big muck of ooze that's sort of hanging out on the top of this container. Um, You pull the axe away 
and you see that the blade has begun to corrode. You have a negative one penalty on your weapon's damage. Dang. Anything else, Meriwith? Gross. Uh, no. That's all I can do right now. Alright, what about Finn? Man, I really would love to just let it ride, you know what I mean? Yeah, you remember when you made this character and you said you weren't playing the pocket healer? So far it's been a Zim doing that. Yeah. It's a shame he died. <laughs> <sighs> Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna move forward. I'm gonna get up behind a sim. And I'm going to finish him on. <laughs> um I'm I'm going to Like sexually? A little bit of both. It's up to, it's up to the, the listener's interpretation. Oof. I wish we had a, an 800 number they could call to vote. We can, we can put polls out with our podcast. Uh, we could put a poll out that says, like, do you think that Finn finished off as him sexually or non-sexually? And we can put that out on Spotify. I feel like a majority of people would vote sexually. Well, I'm going to put it out anyway. We can just end the episode here, and then we can let, let the results come in, and then pick up. <laughs> then pick up right there. Based yeah. off of the results. That's a good... That's a good um, that's a terrible model. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure, but gay shit happens. That's a good gimmick for a podcast. You can hey. also do polls on Twitter. Oh, you can. Future reference. So, um, I'm going to... Manager. I'm going to reach out, and I'm going to touch my, my new unconscious companion, and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds. Please do. And you receive nine hit points. I think Pan is just like, oh, thank God we have someone else who can <laughs> heal. And then I'm going to back away... All right, I'm going to stop you right here. Um, you step back a little bit. Oh, I bet it has reach. You step back right there. And as you do, one of these jars in the room that has a biologic, like a little sample, in, like the hand, the goblin hand, is going to lunge out of the jar. Oh, oh no. And is going to try to slam into you. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, 17, Finn. The first versus AC? Yeah, for okay. sure. Uh, that's going to be six points of damage. Uh, four of which is bludgeoning and two necrotic. That'll take us back to the ooze. Um, the ooze is going to sort of spread out and fall off of this tank. Uh, and as it does, it's going to whip out one of its pseudopods at Merwin. Uh, Merwin, that is a five. Nope. Nope. It swings out, but you're able to uh, back out of the way before it can hit you. Uh, let's see where that brings us. You hear something behind you. Pan. One of these jars begins to move. And this thing, uh, again, like the, the jar crashes over. Um, liquid runs all over the table. And there's this just little piece of... Uh, this is the uh, the hand that only has four the fingers. four-finger human hand? Mm-hmm. Gross. And it lunges out and tries to uh, slam into you. Okay. How's a six? Uh, no, thank feel? you. Are you uh, sure? Yeah, positive. Even as a wizard? Yeah. All right. Um, so this thing uh, lunges out of the jar, tries to grab Pan, but it misses. Uh, that takes us back down to a Zim who is uh, freshly brought up, who is who is prone currently, um, but is looking in an ooze. Well, you just looked at me like I'm a fucking idiot. What was that for? I just looked at you. I looked at you the same way I always look at you. Mm. I'm going to tag it. Okay. Do a 15 hit. Do a 15 hit. A 15 sure do hit. Okay. It'd be nine. Nine points. 
uh, you cut down on the ooze and it just starts to bubble away. Uh, but not before you notice that you're the, the blade on your sword has begun to corrode. Uh, negative one penalty on weapon damage. Anything else is in? Uh, no, that's it, because I'd, I'd used my movement to stand up, or half my movement to stand up. I didn't okay. say that, but I, I'm correcting that. Sure. No, no, that is it. Right. Uh, pan, the last jar, the jar that has the tooth-studded tongue. You see the liquid begin to slosh, and this thing also lunges at you. How do you like 23? Yeah, that'll, that'll do me in, I think. Eight points. Uh, I'm unconscious. Four points of uh, physical, four points of bludgeoning, and four points of necrotic. Necrotic? I was hoping you were going to say acid. That is not acid. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, well. Well, I tried. Is this is this, is this twice in a... Twice and Two episodes in a row? Wizard. Mm. Squishy. Uh, yes, sir. All right. Speaking of squishy wizards, Pan, we me that death save. Yeah, let's see what we got. Fail. How bad of a fail? Uh, not too bad of a fail. Not like a bad, bad fail? No, just a fail. Okay. I mean, it could be... It could be worse. It could be worse. Mm-hmm. So Pan goes down. Uh, I'd like to use my resolve to... Wait. No, wrong sorry. <laughs> Can I spend a hero point? To, no. no. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, Merwin. So what's going on with this ooze here? Uh, so you saw the ooze get cut by a Zim and sort of bubble away into the floor. The ooze is dead. But there are still these body parts... Um, on the other side of the room, one of them is harassing Finn, and then another pair have taken down Pan. I'm going to go over, hang out with Pan, and I'm going to attack this one that's hovering on the chair. Okay. Which one's that one? Uh, that is the four-fingered human hand. Wonderful. Let's see, we're going to... I still have my negative one, right? You do. That's just to damage. You don't have to worry okay. about worry about that. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. That is a natural 20 for... Nope, nope, just a 22. 22, that's still a hit. And that is seven slashing damage. Seven points of slashing damage. You bring your axe down and you cut the hand right between the two sets of fingers. Mm, finger crotch. <laughs> right Neal in... finger crotch. Right in the finger crotch. You know what's real cool about these things, though? I don't want to know. You cut it right in the finger crotch, and you see that the two sets of fingers uh, now are moving independently. I was worried about the wrong monster. And the one hand becomes two separate creatures. Okay. Damn, I can't believe Pan got killed by two fingers. <laughs> no, Pan got killed by a tongue. Anything else, Marwin? Uh, nope. Nope. Was two fingers the thing from Elden Ring? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the two fingers and the three fingers. I need to, I need to play that again. Maybe. All right. The one that, uh, the one that, that Merwin birthed. Gross. That, uh. Your mother. <laughs> uh, it is going to try to slam into you. These things are just like little pieces of like pickled flesh. They don't have a whole lot of ability to do stuff, but they can still whack into you. Yeah. One uh, whacked me so hard I died. A, a tongue with teeth whacked you so hard you teeth died. Teeth can be sharp. Uh, it tries to attack Merwin, but it is unable to do so. Merwin is just too buff and strong. Uh, but we do have one that's still looking at Finn, 
and still trying to pick on him a little bit. Uh, the goblin hand is going to come back to him for a natural 20. Ooh. All right, good night, guys. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm sure a critical is not that bad. What could it be? Uh, Finn, what's your max health? My max health is 11. Okay, this isn't... I think you're okay. Unless? Uh, this Unless. is This is seven points of bludgeoning. Okay. And six points of necrotic. Okay. For 13 damage total. Yeah, I mean, I'm unconscious. <laughs> Great. It's going to be a repeat of last time. <laughs> this is about right, yeah. Uh, Finn, you want to roll me that lovely death save? Yeah. Roll a nine. So that's nine. a fail. That is a fail. Okay. We have the other side of the four-fingered human hand. And this one, again, uh, Pan is down. This thing is going for Merwin. I wonder if I can crit on her, too. Uh, a 15? That'll hit. Eight points. Okay. It's going to be real sad when we waited a month to come back to record. And uh, episode Only four for is, a TPK? Yeah, episode four is the TPK, and that's it. Hell yeah. Now we can play Starfinder. Uh, Azim, you are on the other side of the room. The ooze is gone. Your sword is corroded. You can see that both Pan and Finn are on the ground as they got beat down by these little pieces of rotten flesh. So we get fingered to death. Yes. One of you did. The other one got tongued to death. All right. I'm going to run up to Finn, and I'm going to lay my hands upon him and hail him for three points. Wow. Playing favorites. Great. Should that be another one? Should that be another little poll? Who everyone thinks is Zim's favorite is? I'll put that out. Pretty, I'm pretty sure we all know. <laughs> Didn't Josh just today threaten to shoot you? <laughs> Josh threatens to shoot me every time we play a game. Oh no, no, not every time. Just, just want to make all the, the time. There's a, there's a consistency, yes, but you know. Proud of you for being consistent, Josh. That's something a lot of people lack these days. Consistency. <laughs> uh, so Zim rushes up. Uh, lays a hand on Finn, gives him a little bit of that good, good paladin juice. Is that, is that it? Oh, yeah, that's it. Yep. All those times that Wes talks shit about paladins, and you're really going to give him those three points. I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to play devil's advocate here, but could let him die. I, I could, but then I would be going against being a paladin. Yeah. Fucking I'd be becoming what Wes thinks is the best thing to do. Evil. Yeah, I guess that we'd also have to stop playing for six months until he can make a new character. That's <laughs> oh boy! I appreciate you, Josh. I don't know if I say that enough. Uh, we have the um, the tongue, the one that took down Pan, and it is trying now to go after Merwin. Merwin, how are you looking over there? I'm all right. You know, a little scratched up. All right. Well, this is a six to hit, no. uh, so this is definitely going to be a miss. So you are going to continue to only look scratched up. Uh, Pan, how about a death save? Yeah, let's get that. You sitting at one fail? One fail. One fail? I hope I hope you don't roll a one. You know you have some good boy tokens. Eee, that's a second death fail. Second death fail? What is a save, Tim? He's got to get a ten or higher. All right, so Pan is still on the ground and not doing so well. Merwin, you got three of these things within range of you. Okay. I think I'm going to go after Mr. Tongue Man. Over there. Okay. With my battle axe. 15 to hit? Uh, 15 is a good hit. For 10 slashing damage. All right, 10 points of whole damages. So 10 points of whole damage on this tongue. 
it's 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 a tiny. I mean, it's a it's a tongue. It's not that big. How much? How much does this fucking tongue have? You'd be surprised. I'll tell you, it's in the double digits. I have a tongue, and Pan doesn't have that many uh, hit points. Did you say double digits? I did say double digits. Does your tongue have teeth? No. Well, there you go. I guess so. Yeah, maybe maybe check yourself before you assume things. That's true. You're right. I apologize. Um, all right, so we're back to the what would be the left side of the hand. Um, I think it's just gonna it's just gonna stay the course and it's gonna keep trying to take down this thing in front of it, which is Merwin. Uh, Merwin, that's a twelve. I think that's a miss. Yeah, that is a miss. Okay. Uh, we have an, another one on Finn. Uh, Finn is the closest thing there. It has no desire to move. And Finn is currently prone. Oof. So what does that mean? A little attack with some advantage? I think so, yeah. If it's melee. Well, I mean, if it's a hand height, right? Is it really getting much benefit from me laying down? Uh, yes, I think so. Uh, Finn, with advantage, how do you like an 11? That misses. I didn't roll super great. Which is a shame, because I feel like I maybe could have killed you. Uh, but, begrudgingly, it is your turn. Uh, man. I don't love the situation we're in right now. Yes, you are prone, mm-hmm. which is which is fun. If you, if you didn't know, the prone symbol is a little guy that looks like he slipped on a wet floor. Oh, that's me. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I have to stand up, right? This is thing number one. We all stand up. Thank you. Um, like, I don't love being here, mm-hmm. but I had to stand up. Like, I guess I could use my action to disengage and then do this as half movement. Is that right? Remaining? You could. Mm-hmm. I could leave if I wanted to, but like, I wouldn't be, it would be my action to do anything. So it's not like I could save a life or anything. It's true. Could save your own life. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I think the hallway, the door is right there. That door is still open. True. You could run away and go back home. <laughs> That's a long way to run. Um, I think probably the best course of action is to try and remove one of the four animate body parts that are killing us. Isn't it weird that like just a few, j- just just yesterday, you guys were in the street taking down full-grown men, mm-hmm. and now you're getting your asses beat by these little pickled rotten body parts kept in jars in some locked-ass workshop in the sewers. Let's give credit where credit is due. Those full-grown men almost killed all of us. That's true. And really, we have to think about where you guys are, which is, you know, not great. Yeah. Um, I think I'm probably going to use my bonus action to cast Shillelagh Mm. on my staff. And then I'm probably going to try and attempt to remove one of these two hands that are near me and I think the best shot at like actually removing an enemy is to attack the half hand okay that is there you that wanna, is between like kind of between me and Marwin sure you want to take you want to attack the uh, the left side of the four fingered human hand yes all right so that's what we're going to attempt to do please do that is an 18 to hit you got it actually a non-natural 20 to hit for nine damage what would you have done if you said the 18 and I told you that hit but then you corrected it to a 20 and I was like no sorry it would have been suspicious to say the least um 
I believe that's magical bludgeoning damage. Yeah, you said nine points. Yes. Um, you bring the magical staff down on this thing that you have enchanted with the uh, knowledge of your ancestors. And the left side of these, the hand, the two fingers, uh, just splats into a pile of broken bone and mushy, mushy flesh. Excellent. Anything else, Finn? Uh, I mean, I could still try and move away, but I feel like that's as dangerous as staying in place. So I'm just going to stay here. Mm, you could try. I'm going to stay here for now. All right. He's brave enough to venture outside of the country, but not brave enough to step out of range of an enemy. Hey, man. You ever, been, you ever been punched by a disembodied hand? No. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> All right, Merwin. We have the one here in front of you. That's taken it upon itself. It's a personal mission to take you down. How's a 10? Nope. Jesus. All right, Zim, you're in the back. Finn has crushed one of these hands uh, thanks to your uh, uh, holy healing here. What do you want to do? I'm going to run 15 feet to my left to get behind Pan. And I'm going to use two points lay on hands to bring him back. How come Finn got three and Pam only gets two? Because he only has five. <laughs> so so Finn, uh, or not Finn, sorry. Azim moves to the other side of the room um, and gives Pan a little bit of that heal magic. Saving me once again. Saving you again. Uh, didn't, didn't Pan have a conversation with everyone and basically apologize for sucking and say he wouldn't do it again? Am I remembering that wrong? No, you are absolutely right. And I even said that I wouldn't squander uh, the opportunity that he gave me by letting me live again. Mm. And I seem to have squandered it. So Pan... Uh, Just dunk a fireball, kill them all. If Pan, if, Pan yeah, was, if Pan was on a dating show, I'm like, Pan, please tell me three things about yourself. Well, I'm green mm -hmm. and have horns. Mm -hmm. I like to cast spells. Uh -huh. And I'm really good at squandering chances. Yeah, that's my that's baggage. Right. That's the baggage. Let's see if I can. Uh, let's see if I can really squander this by this hand putting you into the ground. Let's not. Oof. Uh, advantage, 10 to hit. No. All right, so the hand tries to hit Pan. Pan is Pan is on the ground. Uh, but even on the ground, this thing has a really hard time, probably because um, it's just like a rotten tongue in a jar. Yeah. And doesn't really have the ability to uh, figure stuff out. It did. You know, put me down though. It puts you down once, but I mean, come on, what are the chances of it doing it twice? Uh, uh, Pan. Not low. I'm going to stand up. We all stand up. Thank you. Uh, and then I'm going to cast Acid Splash, and okay. I can choose two targets if they are within five feet of each other. Mm -hmm. And there are two targets there within five feet of each other, and they both need to make dexterity saving throws. Ooh, Dexy saves. Let me throw that on there so you can just click the button. I appreciate that. Yeah. What is that DC? 13. 13, that is a fail on both. On both, they're both gonna take a d6 of acid damage. Please don't be a one. It's four, they both take four acid damage. Four. So the um, the right side of the two, of the four-fingered hand that then became two fingers, mm. melts and nice. disappears into a pile of goo. Uh, the other hand also, I'm sorry, not the other hand, the other tongue um, begins to melt but when it starts to melt you'll see that it like pulls apart and splits into two tongues two halves of a tongue each one has a side that is studded with teeth 
<laughs> Wait, so like... I love body horror. Like splits? It splits. Uh, so imagine a tongue, and each side of it has teeth sticking out of yeah. it. Yeah. When the acid hits it, it starts like it starts to melt at like the tip of the tongue, and the, and the tongue just starts to like yeah, yeah, pull yeah. itself apart so, like, into two sides. Like two yep. sheets. Yep, like of vertically. Uh-huh. Okay. Isn't that fun? Yeah. I was kind of hoping when you said that they would just you know die, but um, that's fun. Yeah. No, it's it's fun. And then that's I guess I, I mean I can't really if I move they're both gonna try to attack me and that's gonna be rough. All right. So nothing else. I mean, what's my other fucking choice, man? Um, um, I'm, you know, I am gonna move. I'm gonna risk both attacks of opportunity. Okay. And um, when they are they going to attack me as I try to move away? Oh, they sure will. Damn, ever been licked by a shield? Teeth-filled tongue. Shield. Okay. Can't you wait on that and use it reactionarily? They're both gonna try to attack me. You can't use it At- unless uh, you can't use it once you know the roll. You have to use it before you know the result okay. of the roll. Okay, so let's see. I'll move there. What we have here. Uh, what does that shield make your AC? 17. 17. I'll tell you, the first one is a 6. Okay. Second one is an 18. Mmm. That ain't good. If only you had some kind of token you could use to make me re roll that. Hey, what, if you, what if you roll a 1? You can have it. Go ahead. You want to change it in? Yeah. Alright, let's re roll that 18. That 18 turns into a 21. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> That's a joke. Alright, cool. Put me down. In mm. game, in game. He, go, he goes to step away. Um, you try with a little bit of luck, but that is six points of damage. I'm unconscious again. I will take that good boy token. Maybe you can earn it back. If only I had my other good boy token that's in my bag at home. Oh, no. So, it's okay. All right. Uh, Merwin, you you have a... Uh, the hand is gone entirely. All of the fingers are, are gone from this four-fingered hand, but the tongue has split into two. So we've got split tongue, and then over there we still have goblin hand. You have split tongues, and then you have a goblin hand. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and go after the split tongue in front of me. Okay. Just going with my battle axe again. Uh, 19 to hit. 19 is good. Then we're going to do damage. Four. Four slashing. Mm. Apparently that tongue was not longed for this world. Sweet. Because you smash one half of the tongue brothers. Anything else, Merwin? Uh, no. Just gonna hang out here. Imagine the alternate universe where we never had the Mario brothers. Yeah, the Tongue brothers. The, the Tongue brothers. Mm. One of them was, like, shorter and wider. The other one was taller and skinnier. Has anybody ever seen Tommy the Tooth? No. What no, a show. No. Hmm. I'm scared. I'm Googling this now. Uh, the live action? It's just, like, an anthropomorphized tooth? Yes. All right, so we're going to come back to this because I have a story about Tommy the Tooth. Okay. Oh. But we're, we're going to come back to it. Uh, because after Merwin, we go back to the Goblin Hand. And the Goblin Hand... You ever heard... Uh, you ever watched Toy Story? Yes. You have a friend in me. Oh, no. This hand is going to try to put a friend, meaning himself, into Finn. Into? Into? Into. He's the, the hand is going to sort of like leap from the table and try to slam its way into your mouth. Oh, I didn't know we were playing Call of Cthulhu. Uh, 11? No. No. All right, you're able to to step away uh, and it it does not make purchase on your chin. That's so worrying. (laughs) Yeah, right? Don't worry. If it crawls inside you, it'll be fine. 
Hmm? Uh, Finn, you still have your shillelagh up. You I, have a, a, I do. a goblin hand that's trying to climb into your mouth. I'd really like to not have a goblin hand trying to crawl into my mouth anymore. What section of Reddit do you think this would land on? I'm not editing out that pause for silence because that was the pause of thought. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is... Would you consider this fisting? Perhaps. Or four. I don't want it to be on the Vore subreddit. I know what that is now. I'm, I'm I sorry. I wish you did it. We learn a lot of things at these uh, at these at these recording sessions. Yeah. What do you want? What do you want to do here, Finn? I, w- I want to break free. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna stay close enough to this hand so that it won't like jump at me, right? Okay. But I'm gonna shift to the side a little bit so I can get closer to. Merwin and Pan, and then against my better judgment, I'm going to to reach back and touch the unconscious Pan and cast Cure Wounds. Oh, you can do that. That's right. Yeah. Drew its heal. That's great. I hate it. <laughs> Go ahead, guys. I got this cool thing where I could like throw an ice knife, explode, and kill everyone. It'd be great. But no. Just do that. <laughs> Problem solved. Uh, yeah, you stay you stay down too much to do it. Ooh. Oh, shit. Okay, Chris. I went to the floor. <laughs> so uh, you want to borrow a D8? Yes, please. One of the cats will get it. It won't be Kiwi, though. She's asleep. She's tired. You get six points of health. Hey, that's almost my max. Oh, my God. That's so oh, my bad. God. Chris, I have seven. Chris, level up. Oh, okay. Yeah, Nick, let's level up. No. I'm going to keep this. This entire Empire campaign is going to be at level, level one. one. <laughs> we just keep making new characters. You have to You have to, uh, You have have to. to just use all of the tactical resources available to beat all these high-level creatures. Man. It's like doing SL1 runs in uh, Dark Souls. You just have to be good. Uh, so, Finn, you, you give Pan a little bit of heal. Uh, anything else for you? No. All right, Azim. I picked it up with my toes. Azim, you're sort of in the. Oh no, you're not in the back anymore. I'm sorry. You are. You're kind of on the side here. You have a just a step forward or so, and you'll be on on one of these half tooth my tongues. My feet are clean. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you say that last part just really slow? No, 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 no. Don't do that. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm actually going to go. Banned for fetish content here. All right, so you're going to move around the other side. Why Why don't you want to go for the tongue? You want to get tongue? Because I see um, Merwin's already attacking that one. Oh, okay. So Merwin's got it under control. Good on a Zim for believing that women are competent. Proud of you. I'm doing okay. All right. She, 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 she hasn't went down. She's doing way better than both the Twink yeah. spellcasters over <laughs> yes, here. Yes, sir. Does a 13. 13 hits. All right. These are just little mushy mounds of flesh. Uh, six points of damage. Six points. All right. Uh, Azim, anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Okay. I think we're back. Yep. We're back at the toothy half tongue. And the toothy half tongue is going right for Merwin, who has not been really beat up that much. How, how are you looking over there? Still just a little scratched up. A little scratched up? What are you sitting at? Uh, let me look. I have eight. You have eight. You know that the number I rolled to hit you was only one higher than that. That is a nine to hit. No. Nah. Which will be a miss. 
After this, after the death of his brother, this tongue just can't do it anymore. He's grieving. Like, oh God, Tommy, I miss you. Do you remember that episode of American Dad when Haley drinks too much and one of her kidneys dies? Yes. That's 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 the tongues. <laughs> uh, tongue fails, but Pan is back, and he's almost healed up. Pan, what you got? Back of the room. You got a little bit of space on the on the half tongue and the goblin hand, but you can see both of them. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Going to move back a little bit more mm-hmm. because I feel like that's a safer space for me. And another jar opens in the corner of the room. And I, mm-hmm. I'm going to cast magic missile on uh, Timmy the tongue, I guess. On Timmy the tongue? Yeah. Okay. If Philem's name's Tommy, why not? Timmy? Are you putting all three bolts on one tongue? I, I, I'm going to put... What's the range on? Oh, I got plenty. I'm going to put one bolt on tongue and two bolts on goblin hand. Okay, If go that's ahead. okay with you. Uh, hey, I'm fine with that. They're your spells. I have to roll that three times. Thank you, Foundry. Uh, five to tongue, I guess. Ooh, five to tongue. Okay. Then it'll be five more. Nine to goblin hand. Let me tell you, um, you made a good choice. Uh, because the tongue sitting at one health (laughs) and when you said you might spend all on him I got real happy that you were going to waste your spell one of these missiles uh, zooms out, hits the tongue the tongue like splats against the wall Mm. and then as it's like falling down from the wall it's just sort of like crumbling, like mushing and by the time it hits the ground it is is nothing but a pile of teeth. I will be picking those up (laughs) spell components what spell? We'll talk about it. So, how's Goblin Hand looking? Uh, so tongue is tongue is gone, uh, and you're looking at Goblin Hand nine points, and with those two missiles, uh, Goblin Hand is going to do what the others did. Uh, split. Make like a banana, hmm. and split. I I'm, I've completely forgot in the process of this that you could split up the magic missiles. Really? So I'm glad I was reminded. Good job. Wes, you're a gentleman and a scholar. True. That is it for Pandemonium. And you also know what it's called when people collect stamps. A philatelist? Sure. A philatelist? Bless you. <laughs> uh, sure all right. Anything else, Pan? That's it. All right. Merwin, the the uh, tooth tongue is gone. You are down to uh, two halves of a goblin hand. And I don't think this one splits down the middle where you have, like, fingers. I think you have, like, just the top that's... Uh, like from right below the fingers and then the other part of the hand is like the palm and the thumb with like the wrist cool that's fun so instead of being split uh, vertically this one is split horizontally god I'm glad I didn't do what the tongue did and you just have like this cross section of hand (laughs) oh come on that would have been ridiculous that would have been realistic (laughs) at all come on what you got Marilyn so how are how are these are they like sentient? Are th- well, they're moving, and they're attacking, but you haven't really seen them. I say move like this, as in they're moving in their spot. They haven't like moved around or tried to be tactical. They just sort of hit whatever's closest to them. They also have not talked, so. So what? we're thinking that their initial movement may have been caused by the what? That's a good question. Roll me, uh, roll me a religion check. That's an eighteen. Oh my god, um, an eighteen. You would probably be able to to tell 
that these are just pieces of undead flesh um, and that they don't, you know, they don't really have, um, they're not really sentient per se. They're just, they're, they're more or less really dumb animals. Cool. Uh, you would know though, I think with a, with an 18 that these are little like uh, enchanted pieces of flesh that are referred to as gorlings. It's hmm. a cute name. It is cute. Um, and a gorling can be almost any piece of, of flesh. It can be a hand, it can be a tongue, it can be a goblin hand. It could be anything. Well, okay, I'm gonna go after um, the part that's closest to me uh, for 24. 24 is wonderful. That is 11 slashing damage. So 10 points of slashing. 10, yes. And the lower part, the thumb and wrist, are crunched down, gone big old pile of goo. It's like the, the the remains of them are almost like if you took silly putty and just left it in the car when it was like 102 degrees outside. <laughs> so it's kind of like whatever was keeping them upright just kind of stops working. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they just they just gloop down into a big old pile of gloop. It's like Goopy. that stuff that Gwyneth Paltrow sells to put in your vagina. That's an egg. Is it an egg? Mm-hmm. The company is goop though. The company is oh. called goop. Oh, okay. Close enough. Mm-hmm. What a shame. Anything else, Marilyn? I am good. So I think this is going to be my last turn, uh, which is a shame because I'm having a lot of fun just smashing you with dead body parts. But, Again, we missed our chance to play Call of Cthulhu. Uh, maybe one day. Maybe one day. I love that game. Um, I think the upper part of the hand, the part that's just the four fingers, uh, is going to try to insert itself. It's going to launch up for Azim's mouth. Uh, Azim, what did the four fingers say to the face? Flat. I was hoping I'd get a crit and I could say crit and that would have been really cool. And I could probably just lie about it and say I did, but that's not how we do things here. Uh, because I got an eight. You eat your candy and you look at me disapprovingly. You missed, my guy. That is a miss. All right, Finn. You could end it all right here. Hopefully. I mean, if not, like, we got a whole round. You know what you should really do? You should heal somebody. I can't. Oh. All gone? I'm out of spell slots. Oh, no. <laughs> We're level one, baby. Oh, no. I, I brought two people back from the brink. Yeah, you did, you did great. Me, too. Now I owe you a life debt. Um, I'm going to... We're going to keep on that shillelagh grind set and um, see if we can take them down. Is that going to be a t-shirt design that you submit? The shillelagh grind set? Yeah. That's, that could be pretty good. It's pretty yeah. fucking good. Uh, I'd not that. super. Gr- oh no! Well, how does a um, fourteen do? Fourteen is wonderful. For eight damage. Last one, Finn. How do you want to do it? Oh, Good job, dude. I, I, I feel like it should just be like a Gallagher show, really. <laughs> Can you uh, describe that to anyone who's like under the age of thirty? <laughs> I mean, I'm under the age of thirty. <laughs> you just take the the big stick and smash down onto this hand and then it just spatters everywhere Mm. as As if it was a watermelon exploding as the elder ancestors say thou does not want thy smoke and you crush the hand they do say that yeah you crush the hand into a pile of flesh pulp and it is no more the uh the ooze is the ooze has evaporated or disintegrated uh melted into the floor all of the the flesh piles are just that now 
all little piles of goopy flesh. Uh, and the room is quiet. Nice. What the fuck, guys? We, 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 we can't go anywhere without just things attacking us. Um, Brick will, like, rush to the door. And uh, he'll, like, look in the room. Guys, I'm, I'm real glad you're okay. I was I was coming to help, but um, I I got distracted. And uh, by what? I I saw a big bug. Did you get it? He uh he wipes like a pair of legs from his mouth. No. Okay. You missed all the fun. I almost died twice. Azim almost died. Do you know Finn can heal people? I'm I'm thinking maybe we should find some uh. I should find some new friends, because you guys aren't very good at fighting stuff. You're still alive, huh? I mean, yeah. Okay, well, think about that. Okay. <laughs> Count your blessings. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go chase some more bugs, and he'll rush out of the room with his dagger in hand. I like the the like all of that was lost on the podcast, but I like how you had in like the the VTT we're using. You had um, Brick come to the door. He was talking to us, and then as he said he was going to go catch more bugs, you had him do a slow turnaround and then run off. I'm all about I'm all about creating you know environments that really make the game feel livid. Yeah, you know, sure, L- livid. Go. Yeah, livid. Just so fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah, so oozes the ooze is gone. The the couple gorlings are gone. Good job, guys. Okay, can I do a can I do a sweep of this room? See if there's anything worth taking. Yeah, no. you sure can. Why don't you give me a perception check? Perception or investigation? Uh, I could do an investigation. Sure. Vary it up a little bit. So, I would like to look around. Does this feel like this was just like a, a booby trap that was set in the room? Um, roll me, roll me an Arcana check or Religion check. Either one of those is a, is appropriate. Um, I rolled a nineteen on my investigation. Hmm. Okay, so a nineteen. Um, you look around. On the desk of this room, and on, on one of the desks, the, the desk that had all of the jars mm-hmm. on it, or most of the jars on it, uh, you find uh, a full set of alchemist supplies. You could use those um, if, if, if you would wish. You could try to sell them, mm-hmm. but it is, a, it is a full set of alchemist supplies. Nice. Uh, you find a, uh, a couple of jars. Josh is going to shoot me in the leg. One of these days, um, it's gonna happen. Leave that in. You find a couple of jars on the desk as well, um, and you pick up the jar and you shake it a little bit, and it seems to be filled with like this almost adhesive-like liquid. Hmm. Okay. Uh, there are two vials of acid. They are very clearly marked as acid. Mm-hmm. And there is a single potion of healing. Kiwi, you're shaking the whole fucking table, man. Just got an itch. I feel that. With that 19, um, you also find sort of hidden beneath all of the clutter and some like blank parchment, uh, you find a leather-bound grimoire. There is now a cat occupying my dice tray. Oh. <laughs> sitting perfectly inside of the center of it, just barely fitting. If she fits, she sits. Juniper, you're very rude. <laughs> I'm okay with it, honestly. I'll just roll on the table. Um, Make lots of noise. 
Excuse I rolled um, a 16 on this candy-shaped dice to um, do our, our card, an arcana check. See if it was like a trap or something in this room. No, you don't think it's a trap. Um, it seems like this was more of a research station. Like whoever this belonged to, you imagine Grantham, maybe, uh, was using some of this stuff to um, dabble in very like basic level necromancy. Yeah, this isn't something they teach you at the at the school. I have a really worrying question. Whose hands do you think these are? Not important. I don't know, man. One of them was a human hand, and we know that a, a human girl recently went missing, didn't she? Or was it... It was a human girl. Yeah, but did the have human any goblins girl have four missing? fingers? Uh, you haven't heard that. Hmm. Have any goblins gone missing recently? Um, not that you're aware of. Do any goblins live in the city? I'm about to say, well, yeah. We've met them in the sewers. That goblin hand could have belonged to one of those goblins that you killed uh, just a couple days ago. If only we branded it. Is that what we're going to start doing? Every no, time we kill we something, we just brand every part of it? Yeah, we got to make sure that they're not getting held. Like Paladins on love palms, brands, don't they? On their feet. What? Paladins love brands, don't they? Branding smite. Hmm. I think I've only ever used that once. Josh is a divine smiter go home type guy. Yeah. That's it. If I can't pump seven extra dice into my attack. What's the point? Got a point. I will say... Um, Pat, you you searched and you found this these two jars, as well as a uh, a leather bound grimoire. Yeah, I wanted to page through that and see what was up with it. You want to know what's in those jars? Yeah, I'll tell you what's in them. You probably know what's in them. You've probably seen this before, or have experimented with it in some way uh, at the academy, or maybe even learned how to make it. Uh, but these are jars of alchemist fire. Ooh, that's useful. It's incredibly useful. Nice. They're pretty cool. Uh, burn down the world. How about this tome, though? Yeah, you start going through. Uh, you don't. You don't have to go into it. You know, hardcore. Right now, if you don't want to, but uh, it definitely appears to be a spell book. I'll put that on the back burner for now. Stick it in your pocket. Yeah. Learn some new spells. And as, as you're searching around the room, uh, Brick will come back in with a fistful of um, roaches. And he's like putting, he's eating them like uh, someone might eat popcorn. They're still slick squirming around? Oh yeah, absolutely. They're squirming around, he throws them in his mouth, pops them in, and they just crunch a couple times, and he swallows. Um, Brick, do you have enough to share with the rest of the class? I really wish you didn't ask that question. Uh, yeah, I, I have some here. You can, here. And I'll hand you one. Just, just put it in your mouth and chew it. I don't know about this prick. I'm not used to eating things that are still alive. Oh no, they're they're good, and there's so much protein you'll get big and strong. Protein, huh? Remember, have you ever eaten a bug? Have I ever eaten yeah. a bug? Probably on accident, but sure. I'm not. I mean, you don't have to eat it if you don't want to. Yeah, you can have it. Okay. Okay. Then don't ask me to share, you piece of shit. I was just trying to make you feel bad. Oh, that's even worse. Don't <laughs> go running off. That. Did you did you find anything in here for me? Um, I don't think we found anything that you were looking for. He walks over under the table, 
and he pulls out this bag and there's like a label on it that says rampant roach uh, I think you found it. And he opens it up and he's like, yes, this is it. This is everything. Um, powdered roach, uh, bat tongues, and a jar of beetle saliva. You know, it's occurring to me that having eaten at the rampant roach, I probably have eaten bugs. Uh, yeah, all the time. Congratulations, everyone. <laughs> it's in the soup. That soup's pretty good, though. A little extra flavor. A lot of protein, apparently. Have not, waste not, want not. That's what they say. Do they say that? Somebody does. <laughs> All right. Um, did you have anything else you need to take care of down here, Brick? No, no. I'm I'm good. I just needed the stuff. I'm a bit too curious about this door across from us and the uh, across the hall. When we go back up, should we tell this investigator about finding necromancy stuff? Pan roll me a percentile die. Eighty-four. Um, I don't like how you asked me to do that. As you're as you're looking through the room and kind of digging through some of the trinkets just to see if there's anything else here. Um, you find sort of out of place, maybe a piece of cloth. And when you pull the piece of cloth out from under some of the junk on this table, you realize that it is sort of a teal colored, um, like a teal colored scarf. You look, you look at it for a moment and Merwin locks eyes with it. And you think back to before you came here. You think back to the reason that you came here, Merwin. And while you, uh, also while, while a lot has happened, uh, and, and some bits and pieces may be getting knocked around, or you may not remember things the way you should, one of your missing friends had a scarf that was very similar to what Pan is holding in his hand. Oh, this is a fucking ugly scarf. Who would wear this color? Ugh. What a bitch. I I will probably ask to take that with me. Oh yeah, sure. It's not really my color. Kind of clashes. Do you guys want? Uh, do you guys want a bug for the road? It's okay. Yeah, we're good, bud. Finn, do you want a bug? No, no, thank you, my friend. Zim, you look like you might want a bug. Here, uh, ha- have a bug. I- I'm good. Break. Let's let's head back. What wait, if, wait a minute. There's a door across the hall here. What if we What if we took the bug and covered it in barbecue so- barbecue like seasoning powder? Pan, I hear you about the door. Okay. I don't think. Never mind. We need to endanger Brick in any other way. Endanger <laughs> me? <laughs> More like a danger you. Not like you, Azim. You're great, but. Those other two. Brick, you weren't here, but Azim did go unconscious in that in that combat. No, I don't believe it. I didn't see it. Okay. This other door, does it look like it's locked? Uh, it does have a, a lock on it. Looks like a door. What if, what if we just test the key and see if it opens it? No. What if we just test the key? No. Just a little... No. Okay. You, you can come back here when... Brick is back at the rampant road. There is no way I'm coming back here by myself. Well, Panna come with you. <laughs> Are you volunteering other people to do things? <laughs> well, he seemed eager to go through that door as well. I don't think he did. I don't <laughs> think he expressed any interest in it. <laughs> You're right. We are probably a little tapped out on our, our magical powers. I understand the curiosity of wanting to see things. Sometimes. 
You know, they say curiosity killed the pan. Multiple well, there's times. been a number of times that you've about to have met your maker. God, wouldn't that be interesting? I'd finally know who it was. Anyway. What if you got there and it was just like a desk? It says, uh, out to lunch. And you just like sit in the waiting room and they just never come. That's your purgatory. That's my purgatory. Uh, yeah. You're waiting. It, it, and there's like this terrible generic waiting room music. Do I get to my phone? Uh, you do, but it's on like 9%. Oh no, it's got like... And you don't have a charger. Are there a bunch of like highlights magazines like in the dentist office? No, it's all of the, um, it's all of like the 1987, uh, kids Bible story books. Did you not have those in your dentist's office? No. Oh. So you guys done down here? I, th- I think it's, it's probably... As much as I want to go through that door, I think it's probably best that we leave it. I'll be uh, for another day. What do we, I want to know what killed, killed, our, killed our boy. But, I mean, I guess now we don't have to pay for the supplies. What a bargain. Yeah. All we had to do was almost die. That, that I thought they had already paid for the supplies. We were just going to go get them. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know either. Oh, no, I, I had... I, I I think they were already paid for, uh, so... Yeah. But really, the, all we did was give what we were owed. Yeah, I, that guy didn't have any money on him, did he? I don't think so. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah. Fly but you gotta keep together. that shiny dagger. <sighs> That's true. And that dagger's worth at least... Ten... Bugs. Yeah, ten bugs. You ready to head back? Okay. So you guys head back to the roach. I feel like I said that twenty times in these last couple episodes, but you head back to the roach again. Um, all roads lead to roach. They do. It's all roach now. Oh. We're all roaches now. We all skitter down here. You'll skitter too. Uh, you head back to the roach, and. Uh, Skirt is happy to make you a meal. Uh, first meal with all of those new ingredients, if you'd like them. Fresh. Apparently. I haven't been eating them all along anyway. Well, why stop now? Fair enough. Uh, is there anything else? It's it's probably uh, it's probably like a little after mid-afternoon. So maybe like 4 o'clock. Maybe almost 5 o'clock. If there's anything else you'd like to do for the day. Or you can just hang out until it's time to settle in and... Enjoy the rest of your day. I think we've had enough excitement for today. Zim will express that he feels we need to go tell that investigator about the necromancy. So we don't see him on the way up or anything? The uh, investigator? Yeah. yeah. No. You don't see investigator Ira anyway? It, it would maybe be a good idea. In my time in the Collegium, I believe that necromancy is still one of those topics that like you can't really learn about. Yeah, um, but it's not its not the necromancy itself. It's the general perceived application of necromancy. Right. Because there, there are like some things that are related to necromancy that you may have studied, um, but like the idea of being able to walk into a graveyard and bring somebody's corpse back to life, there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, I guess, questions of morality about that stuff. Sure. And you may have had even like long discussions or maybe even like academic arguments with your um, advisor or what, what what we've referred to before as your study mommy. My study mommy. Your study mommy. 
um, about about that topic. Yeah, no, I think it's something they probably bring up in the the ethics of magic class. Yeah, magic one hundred three. Ethics yeah, of magic. Ethic of, it's probably a two hundred level. You think so? Ethics. I mean, it could be. It's probably in the introduction. You're right. I feel like I don't know. I feel like when, when I did philosophy, I feel like ethics was like a three hundred level class. Yeah. But who knows? I don't remember. It's been a long time. I don't know. Magic schools aren't real. It can be whatever you want it to be. It's an eight hundred level. Ooh. It's graduate level. Getting up there. You what mean, is an 800 level? Like a 600 for your master. You've been you've been doing it long enough. Yeah, gotta get your PhD in wizardry. Yeah, but I'm not up there yet. Uh, excuse me, but that's Doctor Wizard. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go try to pawn off these alchemist tools. I think I don't think I'm gonna use them. Okay. Yeah, you can you can sell those for. Um, you could probably actually sell them to the either to somebody at the college. Or somebody associated with the college. We could find a freshman that needs his tools. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you find somebody, um, and I'd say you could probably sell those at face value. I wish I knew what the face value was. Just imagine Pan standing outside the bookstore trying to, like, scalp someone who's hey going kid, in don't to go get in their, there. I'll their give you a much supplies. better deal. Check these out. They are definitely not found yeah, brand in, a, new. in an alchemist lab that had a bunch of undead things in it. Don't worry the, about the With smell. the trench coat and everything. Hey, kid. What do you buy? Buy some tools. What are you selling? Yeah, I'd say with I'd say with your connections, you can you can find someone to sell that to. Um, it may it may take you a little bit to find the right buyer. Sure, but um, that uh, alchemist supplies face value is fifty gold pieces. Okay, uh, roll me a uh, roll me a persuasion check. Sure, with advantage. Say because of your connection, you know you know the lingo, you know kind of the people that need that stuff at the college. Eighteen. Eighteen. Um, yeah, you can. We'll say you get you sell them for a little bit cheaper to sell them quick. I'm scalping. Yeah, you sell them for forty-five. Forty-five is good to me, I think. That's all. That's a bit of dough. Um, you want to hang on to the potion though, and the alchemist fire. Yeah, I think that's less useful. What about the spell book? Um, I'd like to tome th- or page through that and see what spells are in it, just uh, in my downtime. Sure. Is that something you want to do now, or do you want you want to accompany everyone else to the investigator? I'll do that later. Yeah. Okay. So you guys have this lead. Uh, have a contact with this investigator, Ira, this halfling man that you met in the cartways. So you head to uh, one of, like, the... uh, You head to the address that's listed on his business card, and you find out that it's one of the city watch buildings in Zobek. Um, You walk inside. You go through, like, these big wooden doors. uh, And I think everyone... I'd say Finn probably picks up on this first. Um, a majority of the people in here are, I'd say, talking, are arguing about um, the missing girl. There's a lot of people in here that are talking about it. Um, and I think one of the people you probably hear the most is you hear this this man even when you go like into the doors, he's on the other side of the room and he's shouting at a handful of guards. Uh, and very quickly you can tell that that is uh, Rosalind's father. We didn't, did Brick go back to the roach? Yes. Good. Brick, has, Brick went back there. He was done with his task for the day. Um, and you know, a skirt doesn't really allow him right now to just roam the city without an escort. And you, Good. Know, you guys are busy. 
uh, doing your own thing. You're not really on the clock. So your escort, your S, you're you're working as like a protection service or like an escort service, not in a sexual <laughs> way. Uh, you're not a you're not a babysitter. Uh, so you so you go into the watch station, uh, Finn. You hear this this man, um, and if you if you'd like to listen to him, or if not, you can just go about your business. Um, yeah. I mean, if you, I'll I'll, I'll listen in a little bit. You'll hear one of the guards try to like calm him down. Mr. Strike, I, there's, uh, you know, we, we've, we're, we're on it. It's, it's open. We're still investigating it. You know, we're trying to figure it out. And he'll like shout back, be like, I don't think you're doing a damn thing about anything, and you've just dismissed this. Uh, I, I, I'm done with it. And he'll, he'll turn and he'll start to like walk out of the city watch station. Okay. Uh, you walk up to the front desk, and there's a, a guy sitting there. Looks like he's dressed in watch attire. Uh, anyone have any history or any experience with uh, the city watch by chance? Um, no, no, I don't. I'm the only one from here. I guess I would have the only experience with them. Yeah, how many times did you have to in- get interviewed by the watch when you blew up a building? Um, th- three. Hmm. Roll me a perception check. Oh, sure. Damn. Very known terrorist walks into the police station. Uh, six, <laughs> Sixteen on the perception. Uh, Sixteen. Yeah, you would probably tell by this guy's um, uniform that he is. Uh, He's not really even a guard per se. He's kind of like the front desk guy. He's a clerk. Yeah, he's a clerk. Okay. Uh, but you walk up to the desk and he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" Hey, uh, looking for investor investigator uh, Ira. Ira. Uh, yeah, just a minute. And he'll turn uh, and get up and step away for a moment. He comes back and sits down. He's like, "Yeah, I, Ira will be with you in a minute." Okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah, just have a seat. What was your name? Oh, my name's uh, my name's uh, my name's Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate that, Chuck. Yeah, no, no problem. Only for Ira. Sure. Um, I like Chuck. <laughs> this, this little, uh, this uh, halfling comes out. You remember him from the from the sewers, Ira, and uh, he steps across. He steps, you know, past sort of the barrier created by the uh, by the desk, and he sees the four of you. He's like, oh, you uh, came back. Yeah, well, yeah. You I said guess. if we uh, found anything, you'd come and talk to you. Yeah, no, I I appreciate that. Uh, uh, what what what'd you find? Well, not far from where we uh, both found that body there, uh, we found a, a lab, it seemed like, a, like an, a, an amateur alchemist lab, maybe. All right. And uh, whoever was using it seemed to be dabbling in the necromancy. There were some like undead parts that came and attacked us. Huh. Some weird goo. Uh, you, you said that was, uh, that was not far from where we met. Yeah, not too far. A little mm. further back. You think that, uh, what was that man, Grantham? You think he had something to do with it? I mean, well, was... we found the supplies that we were looking for that we were supposed to be procuring in the in the lab. So, yeah, I think it was probably he had something to do with it. Huh. And the key was on his person. I mean, yeah, the man, he had a key to the locked room. It makes sense that the stuff that was in there was his. Yeah. Well, hmm. it seems, I mean, the perpetrator seems to have bit the dust already, but. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I. So it doesn't quite answer though what what happened to him. It doesn't. I mean, were it, your, your folks able to figure that out? Ah, uh, no. He's at the he's at the temple now. They're working on that. I'll check in maybe tomorrow to see if they've made any progress. Okay. It seemed that in his lab he was doing some sort of undead experimentation. Mm. Yeah, this world's uh, say what this world's going to hell in a handbasket. Insight check. Which hell? Uh, I mean, there's I don't know. There's nine of them. Pick your pick your poison. Or, sorry, there's seven of them. Pick your poison. There's eleven of them. Pick your poison. <laughs> there when, you go. When when we like mentioned like 
undead stuff to him did he seem like surprised or did it seem like he kind of knew some some stuff was going on i mean inside check because like I'm, I'm getting a vibe right like we found a dead body in the middle of like the cartways and an investigator rolls up and then instead of like taking us in for questioning i mean he asked us a couple of questions but then it kind of just brushed everything under the table Maybe he just doesn't think you guys are murderers. I mean, maybe, but it, it feels like to me that trust, there's a lot. He's trust not, a person in this game? Yeah, he's not a real good teller on that because you just murdered someone like a couple hours shush, yesterday. Yeah. Shush, 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 shush. Um, I, I got a, a 22 on an inside A check. 22. Um, so you bring up the thing about the undead. Um, it seems like there may be a little more that he isn't, put, he isn't letting on. Um, you don't think that he's like being intentionally deceitful to you but just you know maybe there's some maybe there's some police maybe there's some some guard business that he's not going to go into detail with maybe maybe there's more to it than he's he's telling you uh so uh yeah i mean i guess i can i can send some men down there uh you said you cleaned out all the all the creatures yeah everything that attacked us if if there was anything else in there they it wasn't outwardly hostile okay all right yeah, I can I can send some guys down maybe tonight or tomorrow morning to uh, to look through and, and see what they can find. Uh, but I mean, I, I I guess you know if, if if we think that this was Grantham's doing and well his I mean his body's over at the temple cold as can be. You can't charge a dead man. That's true. I mean, you could, but what good would it do? Yeah, I mean we'd have to bring him back to life through the power of necromancy. Yeah, then like and that really just kind of defeats the purpose, you yeah. know. Who watches the Watchmen? That sounds like something I heard before. Who said that? No. Oh. All right. And anything else you got for me? I don't think so. No. That, that's it. Uh, and as he's like finishing up with you, the the man from earlier that was shouting at some of those guards, Rosalind's father, will step over, and he looks sort of down at Ira, because Ira's a halfling. Uh, he's like Ira. I don't know what you have going on over here but it's been days and you guys don't have any answer you haven't found my daughter you haven't found anything about her i mean it's 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 ridiculous and and ira will turn to him and he's like look um heston we we've uh we've known each other for a while you know i got i got my best guys we're, we're doing what we can i've been out looking myself but we just we don't we don't have a lot of leads right now you know it's 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 a it's a struggle and uh, Heston looks at all of you, uh, and, and maybe there's like a look of um, hesitation on his face, but it doesn't last for long. And he's like, "All you have to do, you just you go to the you go to the ghetto, you round up those kobolds. You know, one of them had something to do with it." Wait, 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 wait a minute now. There, how do you know that? How, how do I know? Yeah, uh, it's. I mean, it's it's. They found they they found that stuff that belonged to that little one there. Uh, th- there's eyewitnesses that say that they saw him there. Doesn't All- that seem a little convenient? Con- uh, convenient? What do you mean convenient? Of course, I mean no. It's it's proof. It's proof that 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 one that works at that restaurant that, that is the one that did it. No, all of the crimes in this city, every crime in the city gets blamed on the kobold somehow, and I'm I'm tired of you assuming that. Anyone could set this up and say, oh, oh, a kobold did it, and you would just believe them face value. I understand. You're grieving, man. I do. I get it. But you can't just listen to what everyone say. Who cut you off right there? Do you? Tell me. Was your daughter abducted from your own home? Was she taken 
from her own bedroom. No? Then shut your mouth. And he'll turn back to uh, Ira and say, I don't know what you guys are doing here, but I'm going to tell you this right now. Either you do something about it, or I'm going to handle it myself. And he turns and he walks out. He'll definitely, like, he'll bump. He'll bump shoulders with one of you two. He bumps shoulders with Finn on the way out. Like, really obnoxiously. I go unconscious. (laughs) (laughs) And Ira sighs. Um, sorry. Uh, no, I, not your fault. Uh, no, any any guy, I, I know where it's at. Um, anything else I need to know? I'll send, like I said, I'll send some guys down, get what we can, and, and we'll go from there. Nothing that we, nothing else that we found. All right. Well, hey, uh, look, I, I appreciate you coming back. Uh, you know, most most people would have just left it there, and, and I mean, you took care of the problem for us. So, I mean, you know. Thank you, really. Can, can I, may, may I ask you something? Uh, and I, I understand if it, if you can't reveal certain things about investigation, but do, do you really think that that man's daughter was taken by the kobolds? They don't really seem to have the means to me. Um, roll me a persuasion check. Eleven. Uh, uh look, I, I know, I know, you guys were were traveling with that that kobold, you know, earlier today. Um, I don't know how much you've you've heard, but I mean I've had I've had a watch go speak to to people, uh, speak to residents of the area, speak to uh, customers over at that restaurant, um, and you know we we have a, a handful of, of customers who say that they saw uh, your your friend uh, whatever his name is uh, that they saw him at the Roach the night that that Rosalind disappeared. You know they I mean he had. He had an alibi. He, we can't prove he was there. Um, and I mean, I just, I mean, I'm no, you know, I'm no Adonis myself, like your, your friend here. Uh, and he looks at Merwin. <laughs> uh, but I, look, I just, I just don't, I just don't see that. I don't see that, that little guy being able to, to, to pull a, a woman out of the window like that. Not, not without leaving more evidence. I just, I don't see it. Um, he wouldn't even want to do that. I, I, I don't, I don't see any kind of motive or anything. Yeah, no. I mean, I just don't. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't really think either. I, I don't think he had anything to do with it. Um, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't think it was him. But you know, uh, he, he's the dad's just upset, understandably. You know, his daughter's missing, and um, I, he's. I don't. I think. I think he's just trying to—he's just trying to blame someone. But you know, we're trying, trying to work with him and figure out all we can, and, and hopefully find something out. And I mean, uh, you know, I, I don't know how much you know about your your friend, but I, as far as I know, he doesn't really have any sort of history. You know, he's never been arrested or, or, or charged with anything—not even—I mean, not even a fine for littering. You know, uh, all in all, he seems like a—just seems like a—just seems like an innocent kid. But you know, it—it it is what it is. Thank you for your time. Yeah, no, thank thank you guys. Anyone want to ask him anything else before you leave? Anyone have anything else? I, I do not. Okay. Um, so you leave the guard watch station. And uh, when you go back to the Roach, do you head back to your hotel? I'm going to go back to the Roach. Yeah, yeah I think idea. we need to go back to the Roach. Okay. You guys leave... Uh, leave the the watch station uh head back to the kobold ghettos and 
uh, walk into the roast. Handful of customers there. Look around. There's probably some faces you haven't seen before. Seems like when they find out Skirt has new ingredients or fresh ingredients, everyone comes running. Nice. Where is Skirt? Uh, Skirt's in the back, cooking, bringing out food, okay. cooking again. You'll, you'll see him step out and, and go back occasionally. Skirt, I wanna, I don't want to bug you during your busy hours. Oh no, um, no, go ahead. Uh, and if we come back and talk in the in the back there for a second. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Um, where's where's Brick stay? Do you stay here during the night? Yeah, yeah. Brick has a Brick has a Brick has a room here. We just um we just were at the at the lodge. Um, that the poor girl's dad was there. He seems pretty upset. Yeah, Heston. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know he's the he's a blacksmith here in town. Yeah. Uh, he's the the one I guess that supposedly found Brick's dagger. Right. Uh, at the at his house. Listen, he said some things in there that have made me pretty uncomfortable. Um, I think it would be best if one or all of us stayed here to make sure nothing happens overnight. What do you, what do you mean, happen? He said that if the watch didn't do something about it soon, he was going to take care of it himself. What do you, what do you think that means? Well, he mentioned coming to the ghettos and rounding up a bunch of kobolds, and it seems like he knows where where Brick stays. What kind of what kind of person would just go to the ghettos and round up a bunch of innocent people? Um, Heston. <coughs> oh. I'm mean, a, a grieving father. No, I I don't I don't think so. I I I've known Heston for a while, and like I understand he's upset, but I mean he's a he's a good man. And honest, I mean, he's he's come and done work here for us. I good men do bad things in desperation. A little a little um, backtrack. Skirt is related to Brick, uncle. Mm-mm, I don't think so. They just work together. Yeah, it's like a. I think Skirt has sort of taken Brick under their tutelage. We'll say. Okay. And I mean, in a in a community like this, I think uh, I think a lot of them have like sort of fictive uh family relations right like they're not actually related but they're just so close that you know they consider themselves family so he wouldn't lie about brick you don't think roll me an insight check six no you don't think so listen i'm I'm not asking you to pay me for this one i would just stay here overnight and make sure nothing happens overnight and then you know, keep doing our stuff in the morning. I'm also willing to stay overnight. As am I. Just, just want to make sure nothing happens to him, you know? Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. If, if, I mean, if you think that's best, sure. I, I can. Uh, it'll be a little cramped, but I can, I can make some space. It probably won't be the, the, the luxurious uh, setup you got down the street, but might have to push some, I don't know, some desks together or something. We're already pretty much having to do that over there. Oh. Well, I'm not picky. Uh, I mean, no. Okay. I mean, yeah. If you if you think that's best, I, I guess that's that's what we can do. All right. Well, that's all I had to do today. Does the rampant roach have like booths, or is it just like tables? Uh, they have a couple booths, and then it's mostly tables. They probably have like three or four booths against one wall, and then the rest of the room, um, the rest of like the dining area, are like four person tables. And then there's a handful of like those weird two-person tables. I'll take one of the booths to hang out in overnight. My feet are still going to hang off the edge. Okay. 
Can I ask a question about the layout of the rampant roach? Sure. So, like, is, is it got like a front door, back door situation? Uh, yeah. So there's um, there's like the front door, which is kind of like these two. They're double doors, but they're not nearly as wide as like a regular set of double doors um, that lead into the main sort of dining area. And then there's the like the counter on the left where you would order. Straight back are the booths that are kind of set against the wall. And then on the rest of the room and on the right wall are the tables. Uh, and sort of behind the counter, that connects into the kitchen. And then there's like a, there's a, there's probably two supply rooms back there. And there is like a back entrance. Okay. And where like the... Because um, I mean, a couple kobolds live here, right? There's skirt and brick. And then there were, were there the other two that other, work here. Do they two, also live here? Yeah. Yeah. They, there's like a... They have some rooms that are that are connected to those storage rooms. Okay. Um, really, what it is is this was, at one point, this was probably built as like a residence. Gotcha. But then over time, it's been converted to the Roach, um, and they've sort of turned some of the supply rooms into into sleeping areas. Okay. Okay. What time would you say it is now? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe by the time you walk around town, um, get back. We went to the, the station, maybe 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. A couple hours have passed. Okay. Um, can I page through that spell book? I mean, if you want to. Sure. I, I would like to. Um, I'm going to tell you what the spells are mm-hmm. in here. Hang on, let me get into a better typing position. All right. The spell book contains the following spells. Animate dead. Blindness, deafness, chill touch, detect magic. False life, gentle repose, identify, prestidigitation, protection from evil and good, mage hand, claws of darkness, dark bolt, and vampiric touch. Clackety, 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 clackety. Whoever had this uh, spellbook was a little edgy. <laughs> oh yeah, there's definitely like a drawing of like a skull with a sword in the head and there's like blood everywhere. Yeah. Lightning bolts. Yeah, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of... Uh, like they wrote IC or IPC ICP all over the back of it. Not a not a ICP man. They cut out a Fago uh Fago wrapper and taped it to the inside. No, oh, geez, I'm looking at spell levels. Why don't you roll me? You know, don't roll me anything. Okay. Get to the last page. You're paging through it. Sure. And as you're paging through, uh, where where are you when you're doing this? I guess I'd be at the bar the bar of the rampant route sure so you're like sitting at the bar and you have the book up on the bar um you're paging through it and as you're paging through it you flip to one of the pages you'll see a piece of paper fall out of the spell book it is a note folded and tucked away i guess i'm gonna read it uh okay let me uh let me send it to you let's roll initiative oh it's a mimic page (laughs) Oh god, we all die. Maybe. I got three hit points left, my guy. We're gonna get hit by a bunch of paper cuts. Oh no. That's the worst. You're welcome to uh to read that. Even if it's just reading it to yourself. Sure. We'll say as of now this is just you reading it in your head and you have not shared it with anyone else. Hey guys, check this out. I found this tucked into the spell book. Um first off. Is this the same handwriting as the note that was on that dude's body? Um Roll me an investigation. Oh, sure. 
I'll do that. Investigative. 22. 22. You, you don't have that note anymore. Right. Um, and it's it's really hard to remember the handwriting. You, you can't quite tell. You think it might be the same. Okay. Um, but without looking at it side by side, there's no way you can know for sure. Sure. Um, it kind of looks similar to the handwriting for that note, but it says, uh, These organisms, so perfect in their design, transcend these material realms. And with my perfect supplication, I have so delicately pierced the veils between worlds to render the ever-living whole and new. Even now it hungers in its primordial youth. Long live the new flesh. I was right. Whoever had this book was edgy as hell. <laughs> that sounds like something I would write in my eighth grade black metal band lyrics. <laughs> Chris, don't lie. You didn't listen to black metal in eighth grade. In eighth grade, no. I probably listened to Avenged Sevenfold. So take from that what you will. She's a dwelling place for demons. <laughs> uh, this is fucking scary. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? The new flesh? Uh, long live the new flesh. Huh. I don't like it. We we talking Frankenstein here or Frankenstein's monster? Um, <laughs> I don't want the liter- literary ones to come after yeah, me. Yeah, Frankenstein's monster was actually his monster name. His name was Frankenstein. But um, Frankenstein was the real monster. Some people would say that. Um, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure, but whoever is whoever wrote this is clearly dabbling in necromancy, um, and that is frowned upon heavily. And I does, am scared. Does I long know. live the new flesh ringing any bells for me with with all my travels? Um, roll me a history check. Yeah, 11. 11. Uh, not that you can place. Because most in the Southlands, it'd be mostly mummification for a deceased, like, any important. Other than that, there's kind of Long live tossed. the mommy mummy. The mum mummy. The mum. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, step mummy, what are you doing? <laughs> Jeez. I almost don't even want to touch this spell book. Help anymore. me, step pharaoh. I've fallen into my sarcophagus and I'm stuck. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. But yeah, it's, um, yeah. Sounds pretty culty. It does sound a yeah. little culty, doesn't it? You know anything about. I, there's no shot that I know anything about, like, death cults in the city. Um, you know, I, I don't think that they would have covered death cults in... No, uh, they don't have death cultology. No, one I, would, six. I wouldn't think so. And unfortunately, uh, at least as far as Zobek goes, you're probably the authority, because everyone else has only been here for uh, a, a week or so prior uh, Death cult's super common here. I'm actually a member of six. Oh, no. Would you like to join? How many secret societies do you belong to? It's classified. Can't tell me. It's a secret. Yeah. That wouldn't be a secret anymore. Oh, he's in his college's anime club? Does that count? <laughs> I love Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer.